Yes, yes, excellent. Um, yeah, so welcome to the first sort of Q&A kind of thing um, for the year. Um, like I said, Alex is running a bit late. He'll be here in a minute. Uh, we've been crazy busy over the holidays. So we've been uh, loud and clear. Excellent. Um, so we've been, um, because we both, I mean, we're not sort of full-time YouTube guys and podcast guys. Um, we do have other things that we're doing. We're, you know, working musicians and between Alex and I, we've been, um, ridiculously busy over the holidays with gigs and Alex runs a production company where does live production and he has his recording studio where we do all the videos usually. Um, so, um, it's just been ridiculously busy, so we haven't had time to do anything. We've been a bit slack and falling behind with things, but I'm starting to kind of pick things up again and um, get things more regularly happening. I've been trying to sort of every second day or so uploading a new video. Now there's one that just went up this morning as well, which is another Mostronics video uh, with with two of the um, two of the new oh not new but a tremolo and a compressor. We thought um, should we do a compressor video? Um, on its own and the compressors in a video I don't know just you can't really do compressor videos but um, yeah so we um, we did that and um, hopefully people like it hope hopefully people want to watch it um, so if you have any questions let me know um, um, if there's anything you want to know I'll just sort of start by saying what we've been doing so it looks like um, a very exciting thing that's happening very shortly we should in the next couple of days uh, or possibly early next week, we should be receiving some of the new, the new Marshall um, Studio Series heads. Um, they're coming, which will be awesome. Um, so the Studio Classic and the Studio Vintage, which are two amps that are based on a... Um, it's like an old... Um, like a Marshall Plexi style, Super Lead style... Um, um, head but in a 20 watt version and a JCM 800 that's kind of being revamped um, in a 20 watt version as well um, with with the with the four different inputs that you then got to um, you know jump the inputs and stuff so really kind of looking forward to um, to seeing that oh, actually well the, sorry the, the the plexi one where you jump the, the inputs and you've got the JCM 800 where you have a clean and a dirty input um, yeah, so that's that's really cool. That's coming in and that should be hopefully arriving very soon. Uh, looks like we might be doing some work with Boss as well. They're going to send us a couple of things, hopefully, um, which is pretty exciting. There's always... Is it going to reach? Because there's all cables everywhere, but there's always more videos with this. Well, the Mod Duo, which I think is absolutely killer. Um cables everywhere that don't reach there's a, a huge mess here oh, hang on, you can see that microphone let's move that sorry if that's noisy now um yeah but we're just doing um there's a whole bunch of stuff coming a whole bunch of new things uh and let us know what you think and if you have any questions if you have anything you want to know or if you i sort of possibly have the guitar hooked up now as well that might work so if you want us to plug something in we should maybe be able to do that as well um But yeah, we sort of really get going once Alex gets here, um, which hopefully should be soon. So, um, but where's, so we've, there's only, there's four people watching at the moment, but so where's everyone from? Let us know where you're from. And 
if this time sort of works, because I thought it's with Australia, it's always difficult because we're sort of way ahead of everything else in time. So it's 9.26 in the morning here now uh, on Wednesday the 13th. And I think it's just after midnight Central Europe and just before midnight in England and then sort of afternoon yesterday <laughs> on Tuesday in the States. So where's everyone, where's everyone from? Where, um, let us know where you're from. And if this time is actually all right or not, or kind of crappy, or I don't know, it's sort of we're not quite sure exactly what to do with the live stream or when to do the live stream thing yet. We're hopefully going to do one once a month um, coming up now, but um, it just all depends on you know what works. I would really appreciate it if you do a comparison of dark glass overdrives and distortion pedals. Uh, I've tried to contact dark glass, but I haven't heard anything back from them. Um, uh yeah we need to, i mean if if they want to send us some stuff i'd love for them to send us some stuff uh and especially also i mean a lot of the bass stuff i'd love to try out and um you're waving from paris oh hello bonjour paris uh matthew armstrong sunny coast well it's, that's well, that's where we are hi man matthew uh and paris lovely um yeah, so uh, uh, um, let us know if this is sort of, is this a good time? Was this not a good time? We just sort of thought if we do it um, later in the day, then it sort of completely kills off Europe, you know, as in time-wise, because it's sort of middle of the night in Europe. Um, and it's sort of afternoon-ish, mid-late afternoon, depending on where you are in the States. So I don't know if this is a good time or a bad time or what the go is, but um, um, yeah, just let us know. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, maybe I'll shoot Dark Glass uh, an email again. I've tried to contact them because um, I never actually played any of their stuff. And I hear a lot of good things about it. But um, yeah, never even tried it. Uh, and I'd love to try it. Yeah, 12.28 a.m. Yeah, so it's yeah, Central European time just after midnight. And I, um, so I guess I, I thought, you know, some people... I'm usually up still around that time at night. So um, um I thought maybe, you know, that would work with some people in Europe and um, hopefully that, you know, it's sort of just before midnight in England, so that should work in an afternoon in the States and morning here in, in Australia. I guess a lot of people probably go to work or, you know, but now here in Australia, but see how it goes. Um, yeah, so Dark Glass is, is something I would, it's a company I've tried to contact and I'd like to do some more stuff with them. Um, but yeah, not, not as yet. Um, there is for, uh, uh, I mean, you talk about overdrives and distortion pedals. Um, uh, we're going to do some more bass related stuff um, shortly because I think there's a few more bass things heading our way. But um, yeah, not dark glass, but hopefully, hopefully we'll get, well, I'll, I'll email them again and shoot them an email. Um, Hopefully as well, I started talking to the guys from um, Rev Amplification and I'm hoping we might be able to work something out where they send us some stuff to do videos off because I'd love to try out some of that stuff. Um, but yeah, so uh, um, not sure. Uh, the Mob Duo stuff, there's going to be a whole bunch more stuff coming as well. Um, we're going to look a bit more at some of the distortions and overdrives in it. We actually got a video planned for that already. Um, where we do a bit of a sort of just looking at drives. Um, Jay Steen, hey, hey man, how are you? 
So yeah, so like I mentioned before, Alex is still coming. There's an empty chair here. He's just not, he's not a morning person. We said we'll start this at 9 a.m. here, so half an hour ago. And uh, he said, oh, I'll see what I can do. And then at about 10 to 9, I got a message saying, oh, just woke up. I'll just grab a quick bite and come over. So it's about a half an hour drive. <laughs> I'm assuming hopefully he'll be here soon. But um, uh, we'll find out, I suppose. Um, okay. Five people watching. Look at that. It's going off. So, uh, yeah, let us know where you're watching from. Let us know if there's anything in particular you want us to talk about. Um, there's also, uh, we've got it. We're going to do a video coming up shortly. We've got these things, um, which are these sort of little wireless guitar receivers, um, which are kind of cool. I used them at a couple of gigs and they work really well. It actually sounds really cool. Um, 6.30 Eastern US, yeah, um, and I think it's about 3.30 Western as in LA um, time, so I should have done this, this Arvo might be better time for Europeans, uh, well, yeah, that's the thing, it's hard to work out a time, we're so far away from everything, oh, there's Alex, I can see him coming, uh, we're so far away from everything, that's the problem, very cool, fingers crossed, I have a hyper, aha, He's there. Well, we're live ready. <laughs> yeah, because we're meant to be on half an hour ago. Nine o'clock. <laughs> come in, come in. There's a coffee for you. So we already have six people watching. Hi, Alex. What's up? Uh, <laughs> uh, very cool. Fingers crossed. I have their hyper. Hang on. Let's cut now. There's a coffee for you too. Thanks. Uh, you're welcome. How are you? Because yeah. uh, oh, people were already getting rowdy, all six people that oh. we weren't online yet. No, they weren't. But um, hang on, Leo novel, Leo wrote, very cool. Fingers crossed. I have the hyperluminal compressor and love it. Um, oh, cool. That was Andrew from Austronics. Um, Alpha Omega Microtubes X coming. Okay, cool. Which one to get? Yeah. Well. Um, you missed all that, but microtubes, we're talking, not, um, um, not micro, um, um, not microtubes, uh, uh, dark glass, ah. the microtubes is the better. Um, I did message them once before. Have you heard of dark glass? Yeah. Because they, they do quite good bass, preempy yeah. stuff. Known for the bass stuff. Definitely um, in the metal world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have messaged them before, but I haven't got an answer yet. Because they were saying about doing some comparisons with some over, their overdrives and stuff. Right. But um, I haven't gotten gotten um, hey, um, a reply from them coffee's good is it yeah it's instant yeah. wow I was gonna make yeah. um, proper coffee but I ran out of time because I had some audio issues but the audio seems to be working fine now um, coffee's good coffee's good <laughs> sound check coffee sound check coffee yeah so how have you been mm. I feel like flat out yeah 10 days of fun running around and recording Mixing gigs, recording, mixing gigs. Um, Hi from France. Sadly, I can't stay for long. I have to work in the morning. Yeah, that's that's one of times is one of the problem. When to do it? 
Yeah, you're always going to get someone in night time. Yeah. Just no, because the, of the roundness of the world. The ra- oh, is it? No, it's flat. I think the roundy city is the word. No, 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 it's flat. <laughs> yeah. In Australia, we don't well, exist. Yeah, so we don't exist. We don't exist. It's made, <laughs> made up by NASA. That's what it is. <laughs> focus the camera. Is a ca- Are we out of focus? Mm. I feel like I'm in focus. And my glasses are dirty. Um, it seems... Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, it looks like we're in focus, but it should be auto-focusing. Um, uh, hopefully it's auto-focusing because it focus. There it goes. You guys have an audience from all over the world. Well, that's the thing. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you need to maybe piss some more people off. And then we... Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's great, but the problem is we're so far away here in Australia. So we're eight hours ahead of Central Europe. Now, no, sorry, nine hours now ahead of Central Europe. Ten hours ahead of um, England, mm. and I think fifteen hours ahead of East Coast US, and eighteen hours ahead of West Coast US. So think it's like twelve thirty at night Central Europe, eleven thirty at night in England, but then it's six thirty in the afternoon on the East Coast in the US, mm. and three thirty in the afternoon on the West Coast in the US. So it's just one of those things. Yeah. Probably the best time to be doing it would be in the middle of the night here. But that's when we like sleeping and stuff. That's in the middle of the night. <laughs> um, that's when the drop bears come out and attack you. It's not the live stream that's the, that's the wrong time, but the work that's too early. Yeah, true. Well, work, that's annoying. Yeah, get rid of that. See, that one of the problems that I have is uh, I went to bed at about one last night, but I have kids and they get up early. And they need to go to school and stuff. So uh, I went to bed at about one, a quarter to one, and I was up at about six. Yeah, that is a problem. Yeah. I mean, I usually don't sleep anyway, but um, I don't. Sleeping is overrated. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, it's sadly, but yeah, we'll work out a time. Let us know. Maybe send us a message or something, and and let us know where you're watching from and. Uh, <clears throat> and what time you would prefer to be on, and then we'll see if we can do something, um, work around it. I mean, it'll be on YouTube anyway. You can watch it later, but I guess you yeah. can't get involved. That's always the thing. Yeah, the chatty bit. The chatty bit. So, oh, sorry. So going back to what were you saying, Alex? Uh, flat out. Hmm? You've oh. been flat out. <laughs> yes. Yes. That. Um, yeah. Bunch of recording. Um, Rockabilly band. Gig. Yeah, two of them. Started another project with another Tim's other band. Guy, oh, has he got two bands? The guy that did the solo project. Yeah, he's actually got another band called a band called Twang. Twang. But it's a bit more country bluesy, rootsy kind of stuff. But it still has that rockabilly thing because he plays the slap double bass upright. Uh, with flames on it? No. Oh, that's, it, not, that's that's boring. Yeah, it is. Does he stand on it while he's playing? <laughs> while he's playing? We actually had that chat. He's got this really old one from Czech Republic or something. Oh yeah, they make good ones. Yeah. And he said, "Yeah, you can't stand on this one. It's really thin." Well, that's why. You you, go, I guess you use that one for recording, and then you get yeah. the, the the one with the flames for live. Yeah. The checkerboard binding. Set it on fire. And stuff. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Did you see that? There's a, there was a video. I don't <laughs> know if it was. I think it was a Kiss tribute act. I don't think it was actually oh, Paul Stanley. Yeah. The hair went on fire, and he was like, "Ah." Oh. Keeps, and the dude keeps singing. keeps singing and keeps playing, and the guy just comes and puts it out. Um, <laughs> seven people, look at that! It's going crazy. So yeah, so let us know where you're watching from. Let us know if you have any questions. It is a Q and A after all. Let us know if there's mm. anything you want to know. 
I think I sort of have the guitar hooked up, so we can kind of, if you uh, want us to plug yeah. something in, we can plug stuff in um, and and kind of get it going. Yeah. The only thing is I don't know how I'm going to go with actually getting the audio to put this on as a podcast. So we may have to listen back to it and then re-record the audio, like do a voiceover for the podcast. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing, yeah. Wow. Get the timing right and everything. And yeah. Oh, look. There's Alex now. Hello. <laughs> uh, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Um, yeah, so, let it, so is there anything you want to know? So I, I already mentioned yeah. before, so we're going to have, hopefully, very shortly, we're going to have the new Marshall Studio Series coming. Mm. Thanks to the awesome dudes at Electric Factory, which are the Australian distributors of Marshall. Uh, watching from the airport, Detroit, Michigan, USA. Oh, you off somewhere or you're working at the airport, Jaystein? I assume off somewhere because he was... <laughs> if he's working, he probably can't watch YouTube. Oh, that's what just planes <laughs> landing and stuff. Maybe he's a guy with the the table tennis, the paddles, the paddles <laughs> things going down. But now he's got a phone, so all the planes go away. <laughs> watch out for international plane news. Ah, uh, Detroit. Um, that's cool. um, <laughs> uh, hang on, anyone else saying it? Okay, is it camera focusing? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. What do you mean, Auntie? So, well, just same. Just stupid mm. amount of stuff I've been putting up new video every second day now mm. so I've been editing yes um, and yeah just gigs and I'm, sadly the thing is now the gigs because over the actually picking up the family okay cool 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 um, mm. uh, um, the problem like because here in Australia because some people don't quite grasp that because they did you see that message the guy saying who wears jean shorts in February? Yeah. <laughs> so there's this thing called the Southern Hemisphere, and it's summer here now. It's cold there. That's yeah. It, I know it's fr- it's freezing cold, and yeah. in, it's a very cold winter in the Northern Hemisphere. But it's quite a hot summer here. It was about thirty six degrees, which is I think about hundred degrees Fahrenheit yesterday. It's one million in Fahrenheit. One million in Fahrenheit. Yeah. Um. Um. And um. So anyway, we ha- we just had the summer school holidays so mm. christmas summer holidays here in australia so the kids were um and that's they're like the long holidays because Sa- hello sasha watching from germany need to sleep but how dare you do a live stream i know that's always how i feel when i watch guys like um henning yeah <laughs> he start. i'm, I'm kind of just sitting there watching youtube and i go oh i'll go to bed now and then henning starts a live stream and i go damn it um yeah anyway what i was saying so um Summer holidays here, mm. and we live in an area in Australia. Uh, it's called the Sunshine Coast. Uh, I'm sort of near Noosa, uh, and it's a very touristy area. So, um, and, and I mean, I'm a working muso, so I do gigs and stuff. Um, so is Alex. Um, and during the holidays, is always extra, lots of extra work because a lot of venues have extra music, music because there's lots of people around. Yeah. Um, everyone give give them a thumbs up. Yes. Thumbs up and share it. Let us let other people know. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your friends to tell their family, and so on, and so on, and so on. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, watch, watch. There's eight people now. We're going crazy. Wow. Off <clears throat> I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, so school holidays and, and touristic area. So I've been doing crap loads of gigs. So December, January, it's been four, five, six gigs a week. Um, and on top of that, you know, I do have a family. I have kids and stuff. So you got to do stuff with them. And now the kids are back at school. But um, <laughs> the problem now is I also teach. 
guitar. Yeah, but I only teach during the school time. I don't teach during the holidays. Yeah. So now, like this afternoon, for example, I'm off to teach guitar. Um, and then I still do three, four gigs a week. Mm. Um, and then on top of that, you know, trying to edit videos, trying to film videos, trying to do live streams. Um, it's, it's, yeah, a lot of stuff to do. Um, and, you know, we're trying to keep also, you know, upkeeping the house and, and maintenance yeah, around and life stuff, yeah. life stuff, you know, and it's, yeah. it's just never ending. So, um, yeah. lots of stuff going on, but hopefully now, um, kids back at school, hopefully once everything settles in, yeah. um, get, routine going. get a bit of a routine going and get back into doing some more. I really want to, my sort of goal for this year's more regular videos. So I'm trying. I'm trying to do this thing now every second day, where whether that would work or not, don't know. But because um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do do videos every day, but then again, they do that for a living too, and we don't. So yeah, and they probably um, don't have chillins. Chillin, yeah, the small children. Chillins, mm, chillins, yes. plural. Chillins, yes. That's sure. <laughs> he lives in Nambour. Um <laughs> <laughs> These are bad. So I get distracted by a shiny thing. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Where were we? Going back to... So we've got the Marshall Studio Series coming. So there should be videos. We'll do... There'll be... When it first arrives, there'll be some sort of an unpacking, unboxing, and first impressioning. I was looking at some um, some demo stuff from Nam of that Studio Series last night. They sound great. They do sound They good. sound really, really good. I'm really keen on the Plexi thing. Yeah. It's got the 5 watt. Mode. I'm very interested to compare it to the Marshall Origin. Yeah. But the other day, we sort of there's like this kind of um, local. group, local yeah. group of people that chat and like a mass messenger chat thing, Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook messenger chat thing. Mm. And one of the guys, Aaron, um, from Sleepwalk Amps. Yeah, I've done video and podcast with. Done him. a video podcast with him. Uh, yeah. Awesome dude. Um, he said, did you see that thing? when he wrote it? He said his dad has a, an Origin 50 mm. and he A-B'd it with his actual old... Is it JP? JMP? JMP. Uh, and he said he could barely tell the difference. I, I, I don't know. I think these amps, I think they're really good. A lot of people give them crap and go, oh, I can hear that noise in it and all that stuff, but I can't. And they, I mean, they're made in Vietnam, so what? But it'd be very interesting to hear the difference between that Mm. And the Plex, I mean, it is, this is 50 watts, the other one's 20 watts. But I mean, just tonally, the yep. good thing is with, uh, you know, because I use the torpedo just stuff, you can crank them both. You can crank them both and um, just mm. listen, not volume, but just tone. Yeah, the power amps, etc. Um, um, yeah, I'm really keen to hear it. Mm. Uh, you should get the Moog MF drive while it's still available, best ODR own. That's actually one I really would like to get my hands on. Yeah, because I've got the MF Trem. Yeah. The Trem, and yeah. that's killer. And yeah, it's fun. I'd like to get my hands on more of the Moog stuff. Um, and again, Moog is not a company that talks to us. We're not yeah. big enough. I don't think they really talk to many people generally. Actually, <laughs> so speaking of that, a, um, this guy I've became friends with on Facebook, I think I bought a microphone or something, some gear off him turns out he's married to the girl I grew up next door to when we were kids little kids ah. so this small world thing and anyway yeah Stuart he's a he, um, 
I think he's a doctor or something, but he dabbles in music and has a little home studio set up. Does he have a PRS? PRS. Because <laughs> doctors? Yeah. yeah. No, he's, a, he's actually into synths and got um, a bunch of the big mo. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, got some cool stuff. And I think he plays, um, he's got a, an old Rhodes and stuff and runs into a tween and pedals. And cool. Okay. Fun stuff. And the, the other day he's like, yeah, my uh, my brother got sent a, um, a Moog One. Really? Because mm. they're like stupidly expensive. Mm. Moog, Moog sent him a, his brother a Moog One. Who's his brother? His brother's in Tame Impala. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> that helps. That helps. It's, uh, I only just put two and two together the other day because he said, oh, my brother's got married, but I can't sh- show any photos because it's like a uh, celebrity wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Small world. Maybe we should talk to him. Actually, yeah. And then get talk to him his brother to come on and play some Moog One for us. That would be fun. Yeah. Tame Impala, give up on that band. Yeah. Go, just just come and do go, some... Going nowhere. Go and do some sessions for us. So, um, no, the Moog stuff, yeah. I mean, I, 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 the only Moog pedal I have is that one. And this is killer. And I'd like to focus. Oh. Ah, here we go. Um, I'd like to get some more of. I mean, because especially since they've discontinued these. What's the one with the five faders? That's that. Is that, is that the Murph? I think so. Brad's got that one. Drummer Brad. Oh, drummer Brad. Yeah. Well, that's like it's kind of like a um, a sequencer, not sequencer, but it sort of sends out. Excuse me. Yeah. Like different, like you can decide what it sends out, kind of thing. So right. it can make. Well, I don't know. It's sort of like a um, almost like a step filter, thing? step filter kind of thing. But okay. I think you can send that info because it's all with all the Moog stuff, the bigger ones. Mm. It's, it's CV. You've got you've got all that, which is really cool actually. Which I need to get in more. But you basically into more. You've basically got an output for every focus, for every single different thing. So you've got um, you can send the cutoff. Anyway, so you can mm. you can that can interact. Um, yeah, no, they're cool. They're really cool. Um, hang on. So while I'm still awake, how about the great, the new Digitech pedal, Obscura and Ventura Viper? Great. You did the robot, which I didn't like too much. Which one's the new Digitech pedal? Oh, I don't think they're that new, but there's like the, um, is it Obscura Delay? Um, I'll find a, uh, a picture. Okay. Um, well, Digitech again, um, See, one of the problems is is getting your hands on these things. Um, so we either have to buy it <laughs> or... Steal it. <laughs> steal it uh, or find someone smaller than us who we can... Um... Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it's the same series as the um, Dirty Robot, Sexy Robot. Uh, I mean, I love I love a lot of Digitech stuff. I'm a big fan, especially of DoD. There's, you can't see it, but there's a whole wall of DoD yeah. and Digitech... Old Digitech stuff because I mean Digitech was DoD originally. That was DoD was the analog side. Digitech was the digital side of DoD. Um, uh, I do have a bunch of Digitech stuff I really like. Actually, the, my pedal board is just down here. I've got the freak out on my board right now. But you haven't had a chance. Um, Great. Oh, so you've tried the Venture Ventura vibe? Yeah, I haven't tried those, but they're like if they're from the same series. The build really well, if nothing else. The build, I mean, the the hardwire. Is it hardwire? Yeah. That, it was. They're such good pedals. 
They're kind of ugly, but sound great. Yeah, and, and it's sort of like, like, oh, Digitech, you know, it was kind of... Like tanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no, well the, well, the problem for us here in Australia always is so we have to get in touch quite quite often, especially bigger companies like Digitech, which is Harman, which is huge, you know. Yeah. Um, so they, if we, they won't talk to us directly. Um, and then you talk to the Australian, they said talk to the Australian distributor. And then you talk to the Australian distributor and they don't particularly want to send us anything either because it has a name for itself anyway. Yeah. And it's such a global brand, so they don't necessarily need to send us anything. Um, or it's hard. Like, I was really amazed that um, um, Electric Factory is sending us the Marshall stuff. Um, um, because, I mean, Marshall, again, doesn't necessarily need it, but like, maybe they like the idea of having some smaller guys like us do that sort of stuff um so yeah i'd love to try some of the digitech stuff um i actually do know of milos milos from mp custom well it's too far away um i try to make it bigger but then it yeah he he actually sometimes posts stuff on our pedal page on the yeah Yeah. um and i know his stuff through henning again as well sure we should get in touch with him actually um yeah um I bought a few pedals because of Henning's reviews, and they're incredible. Yeah, yeah, with Henning's face on it. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I was in that. There's a couple of them. He had a couple of them. Um, uh, they're meant to be really, really good. And uh, yeah, we should get in touch with him because uh, yeah, I'd love to do some stuff with him. And what was the other one? Scat with a Z. Scat from Latvia. <laughs> uh, also fantastic. Not so well known, but amazing. Great customer support. Well, oh, that's, good. that's kind of stuff we should get in touch with. Mm. Actually, it's amazing. I think. A lot of European countries now are absolutely killing it. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, with pedal making. I mean, France has been, I think, mm. up there for quite a while now. Um, but, I mean, aren't Game Changer Audio from Latvia as well? Possibly. Or Estonia. One of the three, either Latvia, Lithuania or Estonia, one of them. Uh, I think they're from Latvia. Um, and they're killing it at the moment. Did you see that keyboard they made? Good night, Sasha. <laughs> Good night. See yeah. you. Thanks. Thanks for um, tuning in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think they're from Latvia. Did you mm. see the the keyboard they made with the electro motors? Oh yeah, briefly. I didn't actually. Get and it made a pedal as well. Oh, maybe I saw the pedal. That was. I didn't see the keyboard. But you told me about it. Though. So they have they have a full size keyboard mm. that has like. I'm just gonna say number thirty six possibly. Yeah. Of these little electro motors. And when you hit a key, the motor spins yeah. at a certain speed, which gives that a certain frequency, I guess. And then there's different ways of, there's like an optical circuit that takes, I don't know how these things work. Uh, wait, I just got it. No, 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 I'm not, we're not going. Sasha's going. Uh, <laughs> we're staying, we're staying. Everyone, everyone say goodnight to Sasha. <laughs> Bye, Sasha. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, no, we're not going. We only just started. We're at least another half an hour or so, or hour, however long we're going to go. See how many people are watching. See how long the coffee lasts. It, I mean, well, the effect of it the lasted. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone. Well, that, it's kind it's of, empty. That's kind of like the same mad like engineering as the candelabra phasey. The Zvex thing, yeah. Yeah. The, Where you've got the candle that makes it. Yeah, but it was. It's a. It's a huge keyboard, mm. and you hit a key, and that. The little motor spin, okay, and then it out. somehow picks up the sound and translates it into. But then you also <laughs> they made a little one with I think three motors in it, or two, or four, or something like that. Yeah. And you play the guitar through it, and it's sort of like a synthy fuzzy sound. 
they do cool stuff. Yeah. And then the plasma thing, and then mm. now they have the rack mount plasma thing. Yeah. And um, I must get the rack mount one just for the um, light show. Um, Matthew's effects look nice to make an architect version three. Yeah, the Matthew's effect. Um, well, Rick sent us the architect. That's the yep. clone thing. Um, for when we did the clone shootout, so maybe we'll, we'll uh, see if we can get some more stuff. Um, I think he got. I don't know if it was because of us, but he got quite sick, or he was quite sick after <laughs> after we <laughs> sent us the battle. <laughs> I don't know if we made him sick, but um, Australian disease. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'd love to try some more Matthew's effects. <laughs> um, um, yeah, his yeah, stuff that. is really cool, and I love the way it looks too. Yeah, really good design. I really like it too. Um, have you guys tried? My favorite vibrato pedal, the Bigfoot Magnavite. No, but I really want to. Oh. Um, that's one that I've been trying to get a hold of, but... Um, I think vibrato is one of those things I need to explore more. It's kind of like... Um, kind of like retro fuzzes that I never... I haven't played a lot of. Like I haven't played a lot of fuzz faces or you know, tone bender things. Or, and vibrato is probably one of those... My Groups. One of my absolute favorite vibratos, and that's one of the reasons why I want to try the Earthquaker devices vibrato too. Mm. One of my favorite vibratos is in the, and it isn't working right now because it kind of fried itself, and hopefully Aaron can fix it. But <laughs> um, the GX700, Boss GX700, and it's one of my favorite vibratos in it because mm. you can do this thing called an envelope vibrato where you strum a chord and there's no vibrato, and as the chord rings out, the vibrato comes in. So it's like a reverse and oh, not like, reverse, but it's like a whammy bar for effect. Like you yeah, kind of like it comes it. in at, on the trails. Yeah, mm. so it's kind of like an like an envelope filter where you the harder you hit it, the more the filter opens. Yeah. In this case, you strum if you hit something harder, the vibrato's gone and then it fades in. Mm. And I think there's a the Earthquaker devices um, tremolo. Ah. Is it the aqueduct? Is that what it's called or something like that? Yeah. Could it, could it be the aqueduct? The newish one. The newish one, yeah. yeah. Uh, has one of the settings is that envelope controlled one. And I'd really ah, like right. to do that. Because um, that's one of my absolute favorites. Um, uh, vibrato wise. But yeah, I, I like quite like vibrato. But I like wiggly sounds that make wiggly. things go out of tune. Yep. I mm. kind of like the sort of out of tuneishness of things. Um, what else is there? Uh. I bought the Matthews Architect version two from your demo. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. It is a it it was one of our favorites in the clone shootout. It wasn't very clonish, but it's just a really good overdrive. I remember they kind of took it and did their own thing. Yeah, because it has the has an active EQ on it, three band EQ, three band EQ on it, and stuff like that. And um, it's a killer sound. It was. Yeah. I remember. I definitely remember that one. The Mojo Sacred Cow. Mojo Hand Sacred Cow. Um, the Anna Sound. Anna Sound Savage. Um, the Stereo Tone one's good. Oh, and the Green Child. Um, mm. The O... Whatever it is, 818? Yeah, is that it? That's a killer pedal too. Actually, that's it, that's K818. Because um, that's got the Tube Screamer side on it as well. It's mm. really that, that was really cool. Um, well, excellent. I'm glad you bought it because of that's that. Cool. Uh, it uh, Magnetone is wonderful. Um Pitch shifting vibrato. Yeah, I really would like to try it out. I've heard a lot about it. Um, but, um, oh. yeah, I haven't had a chance to try it out yet. Bought a GX700. Oh, because I recommend it on the podcast. Yeah, oh, no worries. I think it's awesome. It's it's 
Sadly, hang on, sadly, I just took it out of my out of the rack. It used to be there. <laughs> but um, something happened to it and it it's something happened on the way to heaven. It made a sort of a popping sound and it fried a bit. But yeah, there it is. But I've got to take it to our friend Aaron. Hopefully mm. he can fix it. Hopefully it's not something major. Um, I absolutely love that thing. It's one of the things I always wanted when I was younger. There was a music shop, local music shop that, that mm. had it. And it was quite expensive yeah, when it first came out. I remember them in Guitar Magazines. And, and I, just, I was always drooling over it. And then I found one really quite cheap from Japan and they sent it to me. Um, like on, on eBay, I bought it. Mm. Um, and I absolutely love the thing. I think the, um, the it's everything on it is really good. Because, um, I mean, it's meant to have all, a lot of the boss pedals on it. Yep. But a lot of the boss pedals have... Um, more you have more control over the boss pedals in it than on the boss pedal on the, the, mm. the single pedals. It's killer. I think it's an absolutely killer um, um, rack mount, and it's it goes quite cheap now. Um, yeah, and the stereo effects are really good, and it's it's a it's excellent. Well, I'm glad people yeah, like get it. things and enjoy things because we recommend it. Um, the guy's name is Jared Kamen at Bigfoot Effects. What are we talk? What is that about, Rick Jones? Oh, the magnifier. Oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Well, maybe uh, we'll message Jared and yeah. talk to him. Thanks. The Rimrock Mythical Overdrive. Uh, yeah, we we did a video of that too, and that was one of the good ones. Mm. Um, I actually, hang on, what did I, I I swapped that for something? What did I swap that for? Ooh, the Grey Channel. Ah. The Earthquake Grey Channel. I don't think I've tried that yet. I don't think I've really tried it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's tried it. Uh, it was just one of those things on the on. Um, we we kind of have a. It's it's only meant for people that live in Australia, mm. but we have this. It's called Guitar Pedal Trade in Australia. Yeah. Facebook group, uh, and it's to you know for trading and yeah. and selling pedals, and um, yeah, we, there's a bit of swappage going on every once in a while, which is quite mm. nice. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's like your um, stuff you're not using your trade for. Because I mean, we ended up after the after the clon thing. The whole, which went on for such a long time, Saga. we ended up with quite a lot of clons uh, or clon style pedals, and I think in it, well, there's ones I kept over there. Yeah, cool. Um, there's, I really quite oh. like it's again. It's not totally a clon, but the idiot box, yeah, yeah, Hanton. I, yeah. I really connected with that. Um, I still think the Phoenix by what are they called? Um, Tone Monk. Tone Monk. Yeah. That's still one of the best clons. Still, sick as is killer. Um, the K eight one eight Mason is killer. You ended up with the Sacred Cow, which I think was probably one of my favorites. Oh, and of course oh, yeah. the you've got them. the Keeley one, the oh. Oxblood. That was another one of our absolute favorites in the Con shootout. Focus. There we go. Focus. Hey, um, that was another one that we I really. I do want to try the Keeley. Um, what's the Keeley Blues Driver one? The Fat Driver or something? So, yeah, something like that. Oh, the key! I'd love to try some more of the Keeley stuff. And some of the new Keeley stuff looks really cool that they just released. Um, yeah, yeah. The triple delay on the GX seven hundred is unbeatable. There's lots of things on the GX seven hundred that are really, really, really good. Maybe we should uh, explore some more old rack stuff. Yeah. Because I've got a sweet zoom now. The sweet zoom. I've been looking at some zoom stuff, but I would like to get some more rack stuff. <laughs> I'm actually going to redo some of my stuff back here to have more space for racks. I just got this thing. Are you going to give me the Echo Pro? 
Yeah, sure, no. <laughs> yes, no. There's a space there for the mod pro that'll, that'll eventually happen. And next time I hang out with the Edge, I'm going to... Steal. Steal one of his... Um, yeah, Drive Pros? Or what, I don't know what you call them. The Bling Pro. The golden the, yeah. golden rack mount distortion one. Um, next time you hang up with the Edge. It's <laughs> <laughs> the next Thursday, funny enough. Uh, you know, I just whenever whenever he's sick of Ireland, of the weather, when he comes in. Um, uh, no, well, I don't hang up with the Edge, sadly. But, um, yeah, no. Sorry. Sorry? Speaking of. Speaking of. Do you use, is it the G- GP8 or whatever it is? The black one? Oh, no, that's not hooked up at the moment. The, the problem with that is um, with the straight jacks, hmm. it's too deep for that cupboard. I oh. need to get angled jacks to hook okay. it up in the back. But that's sort of hooked up at the moment. But that's kind of cool too, the GPA. Yeah. So that's a, um, that might have some cool, like, panny things. And... It's black, probably hard to see, but it's just there. It's like a. <laughs> um, it's, I think it's all analog too, except for the delay and reverb or digital on it. Yeah, right. But all the other effects on it are still analog in it. Would you say it's uh, digitally controlled analog effects no I think that oh yeah well I guess they're digitally controlled yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> does it say that on it okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had that one, I bought that one ages ago of some people of um, guys in a band called Funky Love Tank mm. um, no way getting into there oh yeah uh, and uh, it comes with yeah, I've got the full controller for it too and it's actually really cool it's a really cool sounding thing um, but yeah, I haven't haven't had a chance to use it and this cabinet is not deep enough. It's one of those really deep rack units. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's way deeper than all the other ones combined. But yeah, and I just got, I was just pointing out that before, I just got this warm audio 1176 style compressor, which is kind of cool. And I also just I got my, the POG, so it's upright now, so you can see hey. it. Because it's cool. It's a POG party. POG party. Mm. Um, <laughs> best party around. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'd like to get it more into some old rack stuff. Uh, the, the GX700 is killer. Um, um, your Zoom thing sounded really cool. I was actually surprised. I got it for is it 25 bucks. I had to provide my own power supply, which is 9 volt power. Had to scrape around in the barrel of power supplies to go. <laughs> but um, what model is it? Something 12? 12 or 1? Yes. Because I think there's one I've been looking at is a 12 or 4, which looks really cool, which has a vocoder in it too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Zoom vocoder. What, what better than a zoom vocoder? And it's it's all like, um, it's basically all presets. So you got like like decay and stuff for your reverbs and delays. But there's just variations. So you can have like more pre-delay or less pre-delay or darker or like 1 to 10. It's idiot proof. Cool. So it's good for me. <laughs> This one. Yeah. Yeah, same series. Oh, is that it? Is it focusing? That's kind of what it looks like, this 1201. Yeah, and we had, in the last couple of videos, we had, um, we used a reverb in it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ooh, uh, That's funny. Bigfoot also has a really cool fuss spell called the Spaghetti Western. Yeah, I'd like to try out some of the Bigfoot stuff. Um, it, it looks really kind of cool. Morning, lads. Hope you tried. Hey James. Uh, tried the TC Electronics M three hundred rack. No, but I've got the what's mine? M one. Well, that's two hundred. That one's two hundred ninety nine better. <laughs> uh, it's like Rogue One. We have no. I haven't tried the TC Electronics M three hundred rack yet. Um, I think this is that like a multi effects like live audio type one. Let's find out. Let's have a look. Okay. Blanket on names. Uh, 
TC Electronic M300. Uh, so get some images. Yeah, yeah, another one. It's like the silver. Oh, is that one of the newish Cheryl ones? Yeah. It's like it's it's like maybe two years ago or something? Or? Oh, no, it's like 10 years ago. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's the one? There's one that they only released a couple of years, maybe a couple of years ago at NAM or something like that. Was it a new cheaper TC electronic rack? Mm. No, it's been around for a while. I've used it on PAs before. Are you guys going to do another shootout like the Clon one? Or was this one too <laughs> exhausting and you don't want to... Um, yeah, it's, well, it's the Clon one was pretty full on, yeah. Uh, I think it, it, it ended up being more full on than we thought it would be. <laughs> we thought about doing like maybe like a fuzz one, like like Big Muff shouts or... One of the things, and there's actually been a couple of comments on the the, the Boss uh, uh, boss Fender Reverb one. Hmm. It's like a spring reverb kind of thing. That could be cool. Um, maybe we could talk to to um, our friend Alex uh, at Anasound mm. and yeah. get one of his, because that looks really cool. That yes, that's fun. Proper spring reverb and it's three different size reverb tanks. A small one, a medium one, and a large one yep. that you can kind of attach to the bottom of your pedal board or anywhere, and then yeah. you have a foot pedal size controller to kind of control it with tone options and all that stuff in it as well. Mm. And um, and this thing, yeah, <laughs> this thing is really cool. The Spring King, the but, Spring oh, King. Oh, that, yeah. um, uh, that's a really cool reverb, springy sort of reverb. Actually, just again on the GX seven hundred, the reverbs on that are really cool. Yeah. Um, there is some you know, actually surprisingly also you probably can't see it but there's a tiny little Elise's thing here oh yeah, yeah. the mini rack thing mini rack that, or, no it's not the mini rack it's a Micro. nano oh, no. nano verb Elise's nano verb yeah there's some really cool reverbs on that cool that's why I've got it hooked up well you've got a whole another rack space where that is sitting you can put another rack unit in there it just doesn't quite fit in there but um, I was thinking some half rack stuff maybe sure but no, no, I'm going to change everything. There's going to be more underneath it. I want more space for racks. I want oh, yeah. more rack stuff. Um, cool. We might see... If, uh, oh, Rick, jo Rick Jones. Time for my dinner. Have a great day, guys. Enjoy your dinner. See ya. See ya, Rick. Thanks for joining in. Mm. Um, g'day from the Blue Mountains. Justin. Hello, oh. Justin. We're a bit further north. We're in you know, sunny Queensland. But uh, hello, Justin. Uh, Revo shootout would be great. The new Anasounds one looks very prominent. It, it mm. certainly does. Um, Controllers. Pedals flipping phase. No. No. <laughs> um, unless you've got a dodgy patch cable that's wired backwards. Ah. So, no, that wouldn't work. I don't know. Because it's only ground and. <clears throat> I mean, phase. Would you only really have phase issues if you run in stereo? Yeah. Probably. That's the only time really you could you could have phase issues. Um, what do you mean by. Yeah, what's your setup? Maybe um, expand on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your reverb, I, I think reverb should have, could be kind of cool. Mm. Um, so maybe with the Anasans one, um, I guess, some of the Keeley yeah. stuff again. Like where do you start? Do you go just like spring verbs or do you like... Or spring, or what about spring verb emulation? Although I think um, Ryan from 60 Cycle Hum kind of did something like that because he's big into, sp into spring reverbs. The surf thing, the drippiness. Yeah. Um, Actually, um, someone came in and recorded the other day and just had like a boss digital reverb. Spring sounded really cool. It's like, well, actually, I wouldn't yeah. mind. There was actually there's one good. guy on it's the pedal good. trading thing. Yeah, as a the, is it RV five hundred, boss? Yeah. 
and he's I think it's wants four hundred dollars for it, but it's open to trades. Right. It's kind of tempted because actually one of my favorite reverbs. Flint. No. Is this one? This is actually really zoom focus. There we go. This is one of my favorite. Um, Maybe that was it. He used um, the RV three. Well, there's an RV five now. Right. Uh, which is a new one, but too better. It's it's too better. They always skip the four. Two more which, springs. Thanks to Tim at Modest Stump Boxes, we know where to skip the four because four is a bad number and it's closely related with death or That's similar right. to death. Anyway, so they skip four always in Japan. But I really quite like the RV3. Mm. Uh, um, actually, I love, I love this thing. This, is, this thing is fantastic. There we go. I really wanted to do, while you had the space echo thingy, I wanted to do a shootout. Yeah. But we didn't get around to doing that. Yeah, he took it. He took it. Bastard. Well, Brad's got a 201. Oh, yeah? yeah. Well, maybe we can talk to Brad. Yeah. Maybe even go to his studio. Yeah. Because his newly set up studio. Um, is. This is Brad. If you want to watch uh, him drum. Mm. Um, yeah, friend. A friend of ours. Um, we did the, with a Zork blow. Yeah. So put guitar effects on a snare drum. Yeah. Mic. And yeah. it sounded really good. It's funny. <laughs> Very um, fun. Hang on, what are we? Um, uh, I've got a Korg G4 rotary and that flips face when engaged. My wet dry rig. Oh, okay, I see a wet dry rig. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how that exactly works. How you go about that in a wet dry rig with face flipping? I know there are some things. I know, for example, I've got down here. You can't see it, but I've got the Boss ES8 that I use. And I think we're going to get uh, a Boss ES5 as mm. well. The guys from Boss are going to send us one. I actually want to try the 3 with the effects. The MS3. Yeah, I think we're talking about that as well, getting one of them. And hopefully down the track, mm. the tube, exp the amp expander thing. The rotary thing, I'm pretty sure Aaron has one of those and loves it. Love the, the cork, it's like a big yeah, sort of brownie brown. thing, sort of thing. I think John Mayer uses it. Ah. As far as right. Okay. Uh, like Leslie sounds. But... Um, I know, like, what I was going to say, mm. some, like, um, um, loop switches have a face switching capability when you use two outputs. And sometimes you can get, like, in and out boxes, like your interfacer. Yeah. That have face switches face on switches it. Face switches on it. Um, otherwise, you could just... How could you do that? Um, I mean, I know, uh, for example, a lot of... Yeah. Again, it's down here. You probably can't see it. No. I've got a down here to switch between my amps. I've got down here, I've got a radial Twin City ABY switcher. Yeah. So it's like just to, uh, and that has a face switch in it. Yeah. So that's a possibility. And, and you can with this because it's ABY, so you can have either one channel or mm. the other channel or both. And you can flip the phase and that. But that's always the thing, I guess, when you run stereo rigs, that's the problem. Yeah. Um, Maybe try looking at a, um, yeah, that, that kind of switcher that has. A phase on one of them. Well, I know radial do them, um, yep. but they're quite expensive, but they're really good quality. Radial will, um, I've had a radial DI of it that I've used, I don't know, for the last 10 years at, I don't know, 180 mm. gigs a year. Yep. No issues. That's good stuff. Of course, now it'll, it'll be broken next time. Yeah. <laughs> it's on my acoustic board and it's just my, um, but uh, check that. Oh, there's also loopy pedals. Mm. Uh, he's based in Brisbane. He's yep. from, and he makes some really, really cool stuff. Um, uh, he does a lot of these sort of switching options. So you may just be able to get a little box that you plug your lead in and out that has a face switch on it. So, 
Google that. But yeah, I know that's the yeah, stereo rigs. That's always the, the issue. Um, that pedal show did a good video on phase and wet and dry rigs recently. Yeah, see, the thing with the guys in that pedal show is they have the gig rig G2, yeah. which has a phase switching thing in it. Um, and I think you maybe, I don't know, they have gig rig makes a little box as well um, that has a phase switching thing on it. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things, sadly, with, with stereo rigs that um, yep. you've got to watch the phase. Um but yeah, check out. I'm sure there's there would be something that like just some little thing that you can put in between uh, one of the outputs, like mm. that um, would then switch the polarity. I'd say so. Uh, a, um, what are you looking at? An arse one. <laughs> or art? I thought it was an arse one. An arse one. A R T. Yeah. Um, Looks like it's got phase. Yeah, like AB ABY switches. I think phase that's ground loop direct oscillate. Yeah, ABY um, switches are probably that's something to look at. Um, yeah, obviously with Onsen. Hello, uh, love a live stream. What's the most expensive amp you've ever owned? Uh, owned. That I've ever owned. Uh, well, most of the amps I've owned, probably. Well, okay. At the time when I bought it, or now? <laughs> I haven't owned many really expensive amps. Well, I ha I used to have an old um, silver face. I don't know if they're expensive, really that expensive now, but I used to have an old silver face twin revert. Mm. Like from the, I think that's seven late 70s or something like that. Yeah. Um, which at the time, mid-90s, was cheap as chips, mm. um, which is one of the reasons why I bought it. Stupidly heavy and... Awkward, yep. which is why I got rid of it. And probably more expensive now because it's a more vintagey thing. But um, most of the amps I sort of own and regularly use are these. Um, actually, that's another, that's a new one there too, which is really cool. The little Ibanez. Mm, that's, um, not that's not expensive, no. Um, uh, when, it, so, oh, when, when you bought, when I bought it, uh, probably. Probably that Fender Hot Rod Devil. <laughs> yeah. Because it's... I bought that when it first came out. Uh, gee, that was the amp I got after the Twin Reaver, which okay. surprisingly, even though it's a 4x10, is smaller and weighs about half as much as the Twin Reaver. Yeah. Um, so probably that one. I don't really remember. Because, I mean, the, the Marshall wasn't that expensive. No. The Fender was secondhand and it was really cheap, which is why I bought it. And it's, I think, the probably one of the best amps I've ever bought. Uh, that thing is not very expensive. Is it still working? No, I still need to go to Aaron. <laughs> that still it hasn't worked for ages. I need to go to Aaron one time. There's three things that he needs to fix. And this thing, I don't know what they were like at the time when it oh, came out. They weren't that expensive. But that was quite cheap when Pretty I bought affordable, it. affordable, yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. a killer amp, actually. If you find them secondhand. For those who aren't watching the video, it's the uh, Ibanez Two Screamer Head. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a podcast, possibly. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I don't know how I'm going to get the audio because I tried to get Logic running at the same time, but Logic and... Oh, not I can't because I'm using that as an interface because nah. I wanted to have the guitar going. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. See what, See what happens. It may or may not be awesome. um, a podcast. Uh, Justin, cool signing off now. Thanks. 
More DOD, please. It's coming. There's a whole wall of DOD that you can't see over here. There's a shrine with like incense and stuff. Within, yeah, uh, there will be definitely. There's Death actually a new DOD video going up day after tomorrow. So, um, nice. Well, in in about forty eight hours, whatever. May not. It may be tomorrow for you in America. <laughs> but uh, so f Friday morning here, so Thursday afternoon. There's a new. Uh, the, there's the uh, sneak peek. The icebox. Mm. The DOD icebox is going up. Okay. Um, uh, I've got that tiny little what? Tiny I've got a tiny TV looking shoes from a combo. Oh yeah, well the combo version of that. Yeah, they're cool yeah. amps. I didn't really know until now that they're based on a Princeton. Ah. So it's basically a Fender Princetony clony kind of thing, mm. with a tube screamer circuit in front of it and a boost, and nice. it's killer. It's a really really good sounding little amp. It's I, I'm I'm I think it's fantastic. Um, it's what do you love about the bass breaker so much uh, what do I love about the bass breaker I th to me it's it's like one of the most versatile sounding Fender amps ever yeah they just released I actually just watched a video at Anderton's video last night the 30 watt version and they were raving about it too mm. I just think it has such a cool it has such a cool variety of sounds and they're all good yeah the clean's great the in between sounds great. The distortion's great. Um, it's fifteen watts, so it's you know you can crank it a bit. Um, it's I think it's like this like mid range that other Fenders don't have. Like it's not quite as scooped as the classic Fender. No, well it does that. It's it's and that's the other thing I always say. I think it's one of the best sounding Marshall amps ever made, <laughs> or recently oh. made. Sorry, just there because it's. <laughs> um, it's it it's better at Marshall sounds than a lot of Marshalls. It'll be interesting actually to hear once the studio series ones come. Yeah. Um, uh, mm. it, um, yes. Awesome. Um, it it it's. Uh, hang on. I think it's actually plugged in at the moment. Let's see. I think that's the one that's actually running. So, um, let's get some music happening. Maybe let's let's see if this works. So that's the that's the bass breaker on the I think it's on the medium gain. That's sort of my favorite setting is the medium gain structure. I even like the reverb. A lot of people whinge about the reverb because it's digital and it's like more of a platey kind of sounding hall kind of sounding reverb. Is that can you hear that? Dewey, how you doing, man? That's someone I actually know. <laughs> That's someone who was around back in the days, the crazy days of original music in the nineties. So that's the that's oh, yeah. the um, that's the um, the uh, it's just such a nice sound. You, and you know you dig in, and I mean they're not super high up for pickups, but I guess for single chords they're quite high up for pickups. And it's such a lovely sound. And it's it's. But again, it has that like low push thing, which is very um Fender. Um, but I think that's one of the reasons I like it. I've been a Fender guy my whole life. Uh, we can hear the amp 
sounds good. Excellent. Thank you. Um, and there were good times um, back in the days. Um, uh, and yeah. now we're old and have kids and stuff like that. But, you know, who's... <laughs> um, I just think it's one of my... It's it's such a cool sounding amp. And it's, it's one of those amps um, we... A little while ago, and they're all gone, sadly. But we did a bunch of videos for a music shop up here called Malulaba Music, um, and they're all—I don't know—we took them all down. I don't quite know why, but anyway. And when the Bass Breaker series first came out, they gave us the 15 and the 1830, um, and I think we tried out, but we didn't do a video of the—was it the Deluxe 45? Is that what it was called? One. There was an even one bigger yeah. one. I don't think we, we did a video now. And the 1830 was one of those ones that it sounded great, but you had to crank it, and it was stupidly loud. So awesome, like that. Um, it was you were standing there because <laughs> it has they have these cardboard cutouts you put they have on yeah. sitting on top with suggested settings. Yeah. And um, uh, what cab is it through? Oh, it's going through the um, the two notes torpedo. <laughs> ET funnel. <laughs> it's going to the two notes torpedo. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah, it's over there on the it's rack. It's back there, but you know, um, with a four by twelve called Radcat, um, which is my favourite cab in there. Um, but no, it's no EQ or anything. It's just totally straight. It's just that cab. Um, um, uh, what was the same? Eighteen thirty. Oh yeah, eighteen thirty. It has the suggested settings, and one of them was like. What was it called? Like like crunch or... Crunch, crunch or something, something like that. And the... Because the, 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 I think the idea was it was the 18-watt side. One channel was an 18-watt side and channel two was the 30-watt side. And the 30-watt side was based on a oh. Fender Deluxe. Something like that. Yeah, the other one was like a... More like blues breakery kind of, like more yeah. Marshall-y kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And the 18-watt side, I think it only had a volume and a tone control. Mm. I think that's it. Nothing else. And it was one of those things to get crunch out of it. It was like you had to crank it. And it was 18 watts, but it was the loudest amp I've ever heard in my life. Because it's two, two 12s too, so it's pushing air. Yeah, like, and you were standing there. You had, you had earmuffs on. Earmuffs. <laughs> I was there filming the thing. And literally the house was shaking. Yeah. And you were there with the earmuffs on still going, oh. <laughs> it was ridiculously loud. Um, it'd be but super it, cool to use that outdoors at a festival. It sounded great, but it was just yeah. too ridiculously loud. Um, and uh, but the fifteen, I remember they gave us a fifteen combo, and I took it home, and I remember sitting there and going, "There is no bad sounding setting. Yeah, any anything I did, it sounded good." Mm. And I was hunting for the, the heads um, for a while, and then yeah. locally a guy was selling it and really cheap. Nathan, a guy you knew. Yeah, once or twice met him. And I went and met his mum and dad and had a lengthy chat with them. And they were lovely people too. Because he... Because he plays with well. Pete Allen. Oh, does he? Okay, all right. What did you do? I think he's moved away. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, mm. I bought that because I wanted one. Because for my studio here, I use pretty much always the... <laughs> it's so weird turning it back to front. Using the torpedo. Um, because it's just... There's just not enough room to have a place where I can mic things up. And, mm. and I love... I think this is... Such a, this is one of the best things I've ever bought the two notes torpedo. I think it's just absolute killer. I've also got a so that <laughs> while I'm doing awkward things, the Fender is going into this, and a Marshall is going into <laughs> the captor, captor right next to it, and then that goes into a torpedo cab, mm. which is just a not a load box but just a cab emulator, which is here my rack here. Um, and I've got an ABY switch, which is that 
um, radial and I can switch between. So this is the Fender. And this hopefully is a Marshall. Through the same cab, but in the torpedo, in a different thing, but it's the same cab. So like, see if you had to choose, You'd think this is the Fender, and this is the Marshall, but it's just such a nice sound. I, I absolutely love this amp. Um, so yeah, I was hunting for one of them for a while, and it came out really cheap, and I bought it. Because I just I honestly think there's no bad setting on it. Mm. It's, okay. I mean, have a fiddle, and I change sure. some settings. Okay. Actually, why don't we change some cabs? Change some cabs? Yeah, as an experiment. Now you're going crazy, man. Okay, hang on. Well, let's start off with... That's such a cool sound. Yeah. And all I did was switch the um, a bit more reverb and I turn the master down, but I just changed the high gain. Um, and I think if you when you hit the bright switch, you can get almost foxy sounds as well. Oh yeah. Okay. just think it's such a versatile amp and takes pedals really well in saying that I think the Marshall takes a lot of especially distortion pedals better and that's one of the reasons why I kept the Marshall because it's Sorry, I'm getting down. <laughs> see I think that the, the, the Fender is uh, on its own mm. and if you just want that break up kind of clean sound it's killer but um, especially like heavier distortion pedals like and I mean, I was yeah. mega surprised. My, uh, I've got an old Boss DS1 over there. That sounded so good going into the Marshall. Like, and it doesn't sound anywhere near as good into that. That's a different top top end there. Um, yeah, it is. It, it, and yeah, top end is different. Mids are different. Um, I bet it would sound great with a Klon or treble booster. Um, they do say it does. Yeah. So the the Mylar overdrive and the Klon style and tube screamer style sounds really good into this. But then you get into the heavier gain stage, um, more distortion-y sounds into the Marshall. That sounds fantastic. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's a killer thing. Um, all right, do you want to swap? Hang on, let's go back to the... Do you want to try that? Different cabs? Yeah. Sure. It's like as an experiment. So let's keep that as a, that's a slightly overdriven. Yeah, edge of breakup. Edge of breakup sound. Let's keep that. Um, okay, let's go. So I've got to open up the two notes. So Peter remote on here now. Ah. So right now we're using the Radcat 25 watt 4x12. Um, let's let's do some more of my presets. So uh, for example. This is now a 2x12 
Mm. Which is called the Fortin Custom. And I think um, it's one of those things where you... With them, there's two and there's one where the speakers are mounted from the outside and mounted from the inside. Like different mounted speakers. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, they sure. sound quite different. Okay. This is another one I quite like. So this is a 2 by 12 And actually one I really like is it's one called Vintage PA. So this is, I believe they found an old vintage yeah. PA system somewhere that had Celestian, old Celestian speakers in it. Sure. And they modeled it. And it's quite an interesting sound. So this actually has some, hang on, if I turn a reverb off here. Yep. It has some ambience. Yeah. Like a room room ambience. Cool. Um, because you can, the cool thing with the two-knot stuff is you can put the speakers into different environments. So this is sitting in uh, like what looks like a sort of a, a big arena. Concert hall. Concert hall with the mic back a bit. So it's not yeah. right on it. <clears throat> so you get a bit more of a um, room sound. Because I mean, you can. Hang on. Let's turn the reverb off here completely. Okay. Because uh, what you can do is so you can put this... And I mean, you can't see it because it's on the computer screen, but what we can do is we can put this in a cathedral. So the reverb you hear now is from the two notes plugin. And the further away you go with the mic, so it's, I love it how it can do that. You know, you can just. Um, in the plugin, in the oh no, it's not a plugin. I mean, this is now connected to that, so I've got a, a USB cable running along here. Yeah. Um, you can create reverb. Um, you can you can do all this stuff. You can. I think it's such a super versatile um, thing to have, and especially in a studio. Um, I think it's killer. Yeah. I really like it. To get uh, unique unique sounds. You just take all day to find. Otherwise, this is another one of my favorites. The Rev Four by Twelve Open Back. Mm. Okay. It's quite different EQ wise. And I compared it with the close back and I preferred the open back. Oh, yeah? mm. And it's got a one to one style ribbon mic on it. Mm -hmm. And this is fully closed mic, so this is in a studio situation, but you can again get a bit more ambience. Studio B. You know, anyway, so you can do tons of stuff, but um, I really like it. I think it's, but my favorite is uh, the one I seem to use the most is that Radcat. It just, it just works really well. I think with that, mm. with that, that amp. I just like that that sound. Um, um, but yeah, so that's that. Very cool. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So hopefully, very soon you'll see one of the Marshall Studio Series things there. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to actually shooting it out, shooting the the, the Plexi style one out with this. Actually, what I really want to do as well. Um, 
Which way? This way. There's the, <laughs> it's hard to point at stuff back here. There's that Mostronics preamp. We did a video of mm. that, which is, that's based on a, an 800, JCM 800 kind of preamp. So I want to do a video with that going into the power amp of that, which sounds really good actually. Yeah, you've tried um, it. Sorry? You've tried it. Yeah, yeah, it sounds mm. great. Um, so that using the, cause it's a, it's a valve preamp, um, going into the power amp of this versus the actual 800. Wow. See what the difference That's is. Whether I sh I need to buy a JCM eight hundred studio series, <laughs> or if this thing will do, because that sounds really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, built well too. Built yeah, uh, and we're getting there's three more uh, Mostronics pedals coming up this weekend. More. Yeah, he made wow. he made some new ones. Because we did the uh, tremolo and uh, compressor. That went live this morning. Oh, was that this morning? That was this morning. Cool. Yeah. Um, wow. Has yeah. anyone watched it? I really like that combo. Yeah, it was really, really good. It was um, great sounding. His stuff is killer. I mean, and, and again, we're not we're not getting paid. Um, you know, he's not um, he's not paying us to say. Deliverance, pretty cool ending. <laughs> I think it's when it goes into that that helicopter sound. Strum behind the bridge. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, anyway, um, so yeah, there's more Mostronic stuff coming. He, uh, Andrew from Mostronics is coming up um, yes. in April as well. So he'll be, I already said to him, you should definitely come on a podcast and if you game on a, like a video. Because it's, it's, if you're not used to it, it's kind of a little bit intimidating to sit there and have a video camera in front of you and then kind of talk into the camera. Yeah. Uh, but at least a podcast will have him. Yeah. Well, I haven't come on a podcast. That'd be fun. Chat, chat about electronics and guitar sounds. And... That we don't know anything about. Yeah. So he said it's coming up this Saturday. I wonder, because um, my friend Damien is coming up this Saturday. Oh, this Saturday's coming up. That's this Saturday. And um, I they know each other. And he said mm. he's got the three pedals. I'm not sure if he meant he's got the three pedals, as in he's bringing the three pedals up. Oh, or okay. he's gonna because he said I'm sending the pedals up this Saturday. Oh, cool. The three new pedals, yeah. and then I said, oh, and I'm am catching up with Damien on Saturday, yeah, cool. and he said, uh, yeah, he's got the three new he's got my three new pedals. Oh, right. So whether he meant that he's got them and he's bringing them up, mm. I don't know. But find anyway, out. Find out we'll find out. <laughs> um, cool. So does anyone else want to know anything else? Uh, anything else happening? Any any questions? Anything else? Anything else that we want to... Anything new that we want to talk about? Mm. Um, well, there's a, I mean, there's a few things sort of in the making. Like I said, hopefully there'll be some work that we're doing with Boss shortly. That will be fun. Um, I'm actually waiting. Um, I think it's Ed. Ed from Boss here in Australia. He said he's sending me through... Emailing me through... Like we had to... Like some forms and stuff we had to fill out. Sure. Uh, but he hasn't emailed them through yet. Okay. Um, hopefully now, soon, the Marshall stuff will arrive. I'm still waiting for the guys from Rev. How about the Jazzmaster build? Ah, that's a good, actually, good question. Mm. Uh, just quickly want to say the, the, the Rev, um, I'll contact the Rev Amps and yep. there may be hopefully something happening with Rev. Not 100% sure yet. It's just, it's a bit far away, you know, they're in Canada. Yeah. We're here. They don't actually have Australian distribution for the amps. They have Australian distribution for the pedals, yeah. which is Peerless Music, which they're awesome guys. Go and see 
um, Peg and Steve and Peerless Music or go to their website anyway. Melbourne. In Melbourne. Uh, okay. Mm. Jazzmaster build. So, uh, we have all the pieces. The yes. only thing we're waiting on is the neck. Now, I emailed Angus from Mako Guitars uh, or I messaged him uh, last year, December or something. Just asking what there's any news because we're just waiting on that and he said it was going to be done like end of November mm. um, anyway I think he had some issues there's some things happened life got in the way these things happened yep. but he just yesterday or day before yesterday sent me a message cool. and sent me some more pictures because I think all he had to do was to do the f like finishing paint job because mm. I think he it was the, the frets and inlays are in um, and I think he's just doing the last, it really just the last little bits of it. Fine. So hopefully that should be coming soon. And um, because all the other bits are done, I've emailed actually all the people that supplied stuff, just saying sorry, it's taking long. But um, yeah. and everyone was really cool with it. But hopefully that's happening soon. So the all the other parts are with um, uh, um, Mark? Mark Shipton. Mm who's so, a, like a local guitar repair guy, luthier guy, who's going to help me put it all together. You should film it. Or time-lapse. Well, I think he's done... Oh, has he done The, the body like is done. It's just the neck needs to go on. Ah, um, too late. <laughs> but the neck sometimes needs... It needs, you know, to be fitted in one way or another. But um, <clears throat> hopefully uh, that'll happen soon. Cool. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, because I'm really looking forward to it. Um, like a blue version of this, but with a, a white range humbucker uh, by Martin A. Smith Pickups, which I'm very much looking forward to hearing him. Because since there's a guy, there's a because uh, he's based in WA, mm. and there's a YouTuber in WA, Leon Todd, I think. Oh yeah. Who does a bit of stuff with um, Anarchy Audio as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and with um, and with uh, Martin A. Smith pickups, and uh, he raves about Martin A. Smith pickups, cool. and I'm really looking forward to it. And apparently, his wide range pickups are really, really good, and they really sound like vintage wide range pickups. Yep, right, cool. Um, and I'm his guinea pig for Jazzmaster pickups. I don't know if he's made others since, but that was the first Jazzmaster pickup neck pickup he made. Fine. Uh, and he just said, "Let me know what you think." So hopefully, sooner or later, uh, we will. No. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, so it's just one of those things. It's, it's mm. uh, you know, life can get in the way. I think Sadly. guitar wise, I need some more humbuckers in my world. Well, yeah. One of, speaking of humbuckers, that uh, Fender Meteora, the, the new one with the humbuckers oh, yeah. that's coming out, that looks so good. That's something I think I need to. That's up your world, Ellie. Up your alley? Up your world. Up my world, Ellie. Either way, sounds Ellie world? Sounds uncomfortable. Oh, I think I st uh, we've got a stream is not looking well. Oh, no. Oh, hang on. We're back. I think we may have dropped out there for a second. We may have had a bad stream going for a second. Uh, that's, uh, that's the good things about having the NBME in Australia and having a government who rolls out an already outaged internet. Uh, outaged? <laughs> aged rolls out and aged outdated, outdated aged yeah. that works. internet system <laughs> but anyway that's a different story so um, 
cuts in and out sometimes. Yeah, yeah, sadly. Uh, I just noticed that it was red before, so hopefully it's... Um, mm. um, but yeah, so um, hopefully um, the Jazzmaster build, I don't know when it cut out, but hopefully the Jazzmaster build will be done shortly. Uh, like I said, we've got um, all this stuff coming uh, soon, hopefully, and... We're going to chat to our friend Brett, who's going to um, chat about playing guitar with live dance music. This is Fine. Focus. This was in like November. That's what the neck looked like. It's a nice piece of timber. So that's the neck we're getting. Um, cool. And this is a little video of him. If you go to Mako Guitars, I mean, you can probably see it. Um, focus. That's him putting in the inlays. So yeah, you see it up the top. Mako guitars, go and check him out. I think he said um, there's a bunch of new models that he's come that is because he I think he's got more time now to get back into it. Sure. Um, like I said, I think there were some. Oh, hang on! I just got an email. Received the shipment of a new studio range yesterday. This is from Nick at um, Electric Factory. Uh, just need a contact phone number from you, and we'll have the uh, the. Sweet. Cool. So, um, should be coming soon. So, you just need my contact phone number and we're running. Excellent. So, uh, that's coming. <clears throat> rock and roll. Um, rock and roll. Yeah, whatever. I said rock and roll. Anyway. Rock and roll. Uh, but yeah, so check out Mako Guitars. Uh, he's got a mm. bunch of new models They're coming cool out. Cool looking stuff. Uh, he's, he had one called the Jackal, which is kind of like a little bit of an offset y kind of Telecaster thing yeah. kind of thing. Hollow body, semi hollow. Looks fantastic. I actually does. I'm not showing pictures. Why not show some more pictures? Might have to check out his um. The uh, have you heard of is it Mario Mario guitars in Nashville? Is he related to Luigi? Yeah, they they drive around little go karts <laughs> and shoot um <laughs> Banana, bananas 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 and uh, turtles at each other. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hang on, let's quickly check the Mako guitars. This thing, it just looks lovely, this thing's. Randy, hey Randy, how you doing? Yeah, we are well. Um, hope you're well too. This thing, it just looks killer, this guitar. Focus. Excuse me. Gives on tight. Uh, absolutely. Uh, James, are you guys curious to try the new Marshall Studios? Yes, well, I was just saying. So we just, I just got an email from the Australian Marshall distributor. Um, they are, they just arrived and in Australia, we're always a little bit behind the rest of the world. There's, things always take a little longer to get here. <clears throat> um, Paolo, hello from Brazil. Oh, hello. Obrigado. Is that, I think that's what you say. <laughs> um, that's what you said. Um, well, my mum partially grew up in Brazil. I think we talked about this once before. So, my yeah. mum grew up in Sao Paulo in the post-war days. Um, okay. Rose to Maple next. Oh, cool. That looks. Oh, and I like the, the Jazzmaster bridge. Oh, yeah. and, and the trim. Yeah. Oh, and the neck. Um, the neck pick up too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Studio Series, uh, next week, hopefully, early next week, we should be getting it. Um, no, that's no, okay. That's cool. Uh, cool that? Check out Nova Guitars. Yeah, Nova Guitars is cool. That's the guy who used to make. It's Mario um, from Nashville. So, yeah. Mario. No, uh, no, that's fa he used to make Fano guitars, didn't he? Is that the guy yeah. used to make Fano guitars and now makes Nova guitars? Do you, do you have one, Dewey? Is that, are, are you using 
have you ever played any of the new Zoom Multi effects like a GX, G1X on? No, but um, uh, I watched Henning's video on it and he raves, on, uh, raves about it and uh, I love it. I'm a big fan, I don't know if you can see it, but I've got a whole bunch of the old Zoom stuff here. So there's a 505, a 507, which is the reverb, a 508, which is the delay, and a 510, which is the distortion one. Um, I love that stuff. I, I, I um... Yeah, I mean, we've chatted to Paolo in um, another one. Oh, we talked yeah. in another live stream. I've regarded, yes. Um, I think that's when we talked about it. Yeah. Last time, yeah. So there you go. Um, it's a while ago now. Yeah, well, we, we, it's been a while since we've done a live stream. Yeah. So, um, But I mean, while people are here, I mean, I've got time. Let's keep going. I don't have anything to do till about three this afternoon when I teach guitar, so... Uh, kids are at school, wife's away. Oh, really? Well, Cap shopping, I think. Um, play. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Nova, I'd love to check out Nova Guitars. There's mm. so many guitar makers that I'd like to check out, but yep. the, again, the problem is with a lot of them, we're in Australia. They're not in Queensland. <laughs> and um, they don't want to send stuff here. Um, yeah. Which is, and it's totally understandable. I mean, the cost... To send something in, especially nowadays, if there's rosewood on it, and you have to have the whole, yeah. you know, documentation on where you got it from and all that stuff, it's it's a lot of work. But um, well, hopefully, uh, we'll see what what Angus from um, Mako Guitars. Maybe he'll send us some stuff to to do videos of. Would love to. Um, um, uh, I mean, there's heaps of guitars I'd like to try out. I still really, really want to try to Saint Vincent. One of the St. Vincent's. Yeah, sure. The music band. Um, I love the look of that guitar. Their necks always never felt right to me. Well, that's it. It's the... I've played... The only ones i played were the... Um, uh, well, I've played a Steve Moore's. Mm. And I've played a... Um, Van Halen. When he used oh. to do the... Like, back in the day. The Axis. EVH King. Um, and... I, I wasn't a huge fan of the necks. Um, yeah. But then the thing going on. lots of people rave about the necks. Yeah, you want more like that. Kind of... I like the meaty thing. I mean, that's quite a fat neck on this thing, so. Yeah, it's probably more vintage, like the actual shape of it. <laughs> the Aussie tax, yeah, good old, good old. Yeah, yeah. It's um, pronounced GST, but. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no, you know, import duties and all that crap. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, Dennis Fano, that's the one. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I mean, I'd love to try some more of that stuff. I, I think I might, just for, for shits and giggles, I might buy one of those Zoom G1X Ons. Oh, yeah? Because it's cheap as chips. They're like the, the new version of these. And, and I really... People give me crap. But, I mean, it's one of our most viewed videos on the channel is when we just did a run-through of the 505. We still get comments on it. Like, still get lots of comments there. on it. Um, and... So many people go, oh, that was my first mm. pedal too. Yeah. And because I mean, for both of us, it was our first sort of multi effects thing. Yeah. Um, Henning's video is great. I saw, the Zoom, I saw that Zoom put out the new version of the multi effect at NAM, so I'm curious to try it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, a lot of people whinge about Zoom, mm -hmm. but I mean, <laughs> we're using right now, we're using a because for whatever reason, I've got this PreSonus thing here, but. The soft, well, no, for whatever reason, the software <laughs> that we're using to stream live onto the internet doesn't like this. So I'm using my Zoom H6, which is just this little, I don't know, hopefully this isn't going to make noises and crap. Can you see it? It's there. Yeah, it's a voice recorder. Voice recorder thing, which we use usually to record our podcasts. Yeah. But we actually use that now as an interface to the computer. And that, and there's a, a microphone here. <laughs> 
um, an AKG mic that we're using that's just going straight into that. And then I'm actually using the headphone out out of the Presonus for the guitar. So that goes into a separate channel. Um, um, uh, I like Zoom. And your old Zoom rack is cool. Yeah. And and these things are cool. I'm, I'm a fan of Zoom. <laughs> I think Zoom is... It's one of those... Because it's cheap. Relatively cheap. Yeah. People kind of underrate it. But or I think write it's... Or write it off. Or write it off. Yeah. But I think it's cool. Um, great value for money. And um, yeah. I'm curious to see what direction... Kramer takes the next few years. Oh, yeah, well, they're sort of coming back. They're Kramer. Oh, yeah? Because it's Gibson. Ah, they're both. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, they, they were quite big back in the days, Kramer. Yeah, in 1987. Uh, <laughs> with the cool... I like the headstock, the cool... The split headstock. Well, didn't they do, like, that kind of Gibson Fender-type curvy one, too? Probably, but the one I, I remember and like the best is, like... It's kind of like a... Like a, like a Gibson one, but... It's sort of split in the middle. It's yep. like these two pointy bits. Um, it would be, it would be a huge, huge. No, it would be interesting to know what what happens with them because it'd be just something cool, something different. Mm. And it, I mean, generally, the, the way Gibson is going would be quite interesting to see what they're doing. Yeah, they could have had like a little bit of a, a lull, but now they seem to be. But I mean, uh, I think the lull, a lot management of management and new like CEOs and stuff. And, but I mean, a lot of people were going on about. You know, oh, Gibson's going to go under. But I think the main problem with Gibson was the fact that they acquired all this other stuff that had nothing to do with guitars. Sure. That dragged the, yeah. them down. The guitars are still selling. Even, I mean, I hope... One thing I really, really hope is that Gibson is going to improve their quality control. Because yeah. the problem with Gibson is, and has always been, I find, as far as I've been playing, since I've been playing guitar, mm. you have th- three of... And, and I mean, I used to work in a music shop and... Um, it is like that. You have three or four of exactly the same guitar coming, exactly the same model, same everything. And three of them will play like absolute crap and you can't set them up and buzz and the frets are crap and and one will be awesome. Mm. But they all cost $5,000. <laughs> yeah. And you go, well, I wouldn't spend 5000 on the crap ones. But that's that's one of the... That's, I found one of the... One of the problems, and when I first started working at the music shop, so this is early 2000s, right? You know, let's say late 90s, early 2000s. Fender was exactly the same. And then in recent years, Fender really upped their game. And Fender, I think, nowadays, you go into a music shop, you pick up a Fender off the wall, they all are good. I mean, we used to get, I remember, I think it was a 60th anniversary Strat. Possibly the 60th. Was, was that with the, did the silver one? Yeah. Yeah, there. Uh, well, the silver one was the, the Mexican one. Yeah. And it had a little diamond in the back yeah. of it. Um, and uh, we got a US one and we got a Mexican one. And all of us in the shop liked the Mexican one better. Because the US one was just, you couldn't set it up. Yeah. But I think it was after that, not long after that, they really lifted the game and all of a sudden everything was good and the Squire stuff is ridiculously good. I mean, you can sort of see the bottom of it. Which way do I go? This way. You can see the bottom of it. Uh, um, uh, Jay Maskis. I mean, I bought that for next to nothing uh, and that's one of the best jazz masters I've ever owned. Early, early on, we did a shootout with, was it a vintage vibe, a Mexican and a US strats or something or the blindfold thing blindfold. we did for music news there's a video on the channel you can watch it and um uh, and we all, we all like the the vintage wipe sky and the american one was 
probably almost equal. Yeah. It was pretty much equal, but they're like three times, four times more. And then I remember Tim didn't like the video because he's like, oh, we can't, then we can't sell the uh, more, more expensive. Did he? I don't, yeah. I don't, oh, no, I don't yeah. remember what it was. Well, anyway, they only didn't like them. If you haven't it's just the way it is. But it's, yeah, the, it's not your fault. It's like the product that, yeah, that the uh, defenders... But they have, I think since then they have lifted their game a little yeah, bit. Thanks. But the vintage vibe stuff is killer. The Squasive is killer. Um, quality control has been quite shady yet, has. Uh, I hope they're going to lift that because when you play a nice Gibson, they're lovely yeah. guitars. And oh, there's one, actually, there's one right now at Music at Noosa. Um, there's two that I really like. Oh, there's an old 60s 335, which is about $9,000, which is lovely. But there's a uh, maybe 2000. Five, two 2006 something like that 335 with a fat as really fat neck uh, with it's sort of that um, it's not a tobacco burst it's a honey burst I think they call it lovely looking guitar orangey? Orangey? not the really orangey one the sort of um, light brown honey kind of honey burst maybe sure, okay. um, I'll see if I can find a picture fat neck man that's lovely but it's second hand Four and a half thousand dollars. You're right about Gibson. I bought my LP studio about 25 years ago. It was the cheapest Les Paul in the store, but it played and sounded the best. Yeah. Cool. That's exactly right. That's the thing. And I've played so many, um, sadly, again, through the music shop I worked in, like custom shoppy kind of really expensive Les Pauls. And you play them and you go, mm. why? <laughs> I don't, why would you spend that money on it? It's really not good. Anyway, that's just me, but. Um, I have a quick look if I can find a picture of it because it's for sale at Music at Noosa right now. Um, it's lo absolutely lovely guitar. That's one of those moments mm. when. Should I find some money? It's a you know you go. This is a Gibson, and this is the reason why it's a Gibson that everyone watch that everyone wants. Is there a picture of it? Oh, here you can sort of see it. Yeah, so these are the two. So that, that's the vintage one, and that's that one. So the one on the, oh, well, whatever left, the one on the side I'm sitting on. <laughs> so the thumb side. So this that's the that's the one I was just talking about. The 2000 and maybe five. The other one is a 60s 66 maybe, which is absolutely awesome. Really, really lovely guitar. But yeah, that's that's a beautiful guitar. Um, uh, yeah, if I had the money, or if anyone out there wants to fund me <laughs> by giving me about nine thousand Australian dollars, so it's only about four hundred US at the moment. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but uh, yeah, lovely guitars, both of them. They're... And you play that, and you go, "This is why people yeah. like Gibsons." But then, sadly, you play. Ten others, and you go. Well, this is why people buy Fenders. <laughs> this is why people buy Fenders. I mean, it's a different thing, but yeah, yeah it just it out. sounded great. It feels great. It has a lovely fat neck on it, which is oh, I love that. It's just <laughs> killer. That's so, um, so hopefully, I'm hoping with yeah. the new CEO or manager, or whatever he is, there's a video with him mm. uh, at Nam where he talks, mm. and he seems like a sort of trendy dude. So maybe he's going to trendify Gibson and bring it back. Because it'd be nice well, to see them sort of come back. and Because yeah. um, their old stuff is killer. I've got, you probably can't see it. Is it. Which one is it? Oh, you can see the bottom of it. There. 
I've got this old, this is a 64 um, Melody Maker, which, um, let's get it down. I think it's in the video that's coming out in two days, the, um, the, um, Should you have a crack? Yeah, have a crack. It's such a lovely neck as well. It's just an awesome guitar. I do like this little thing. It's a single pickup guitar, but it's, it sounds good. And the neck is great on it. And it's probably out of tune. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, such a good guitar and, and it's such a shame that they don't make guitar. And I mean, this was a student guitar and it was absolutely awesome. Yeah, I, last time I used it was for that DOD video, which I think I shot last year, end of last year, right. which is coming out day after tomorrow. Um, and, um, but yeah, I really hope Gibson goes the right way and goes kind of the way Fender did, um, where they, they do stuff that's actually, where you kind of go, you know, you don't have to search forever to find the right one. Because, I mean, I remember um, there was a story on... What was his name? Billy Thorpe? Billy yeah. Thorpe? Sort of, you know... I think he was quite well-known worldwide, but probably more well-known in Australia. Um, and he had a, an old Les Paul, and I think he wanted to retire it because it was like a 50s... Sure. 58, let's say. Uh, yeah, it's tiny, but it's it's a killer guitar. Mm. Um, and... Uh, um, he went to Gibson to get one to replace it for touring. And he said he had to go through like 20, 30 of them before he found one that he actually liked because yeah. all the others he just went. What? And you know, this is going to, to, to Gibson, to yeah. the custom shop. Um, I think what we really need though is a Gibson shower curtain. <laughs> um, yeah, of course, everyone needs a Gibson shower curtain. And BB uh, King's signature MP3, Bluetooth MP3 player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone needs that, you know. Lucille. The, <laughs> they did do that, didn't they? They, they had like a... Because they make... They actually look kind of cool. They have... Um, we always sit when we go to Costco. They have them there. It looks like an old Marshall amp. Yep. But it's a, it's a Bluetooth yeah. speaker. But they do have a Lucille BB King signature version of it. Really? Yeah. And you go, well, that's exactly what, you know, that's what, I'm sure that's what BB King used all the time. (laughs) But that's why Gibson went under, because they did all this kind of crap that, you know. They did studio monitors too. Well, they bought all these, they went through this phase where they bought all these brands. They bought, didn't they buy, um, some software company and then just, wasn't Sonar or something like that? They bought some software company and then yeah. they just kind of closed it because they went, well, we don't know what to do with it. Um, um, that was worth it. I have, I have two, a $200 Squire Scrat that I play all the time and I'm still shocked by how good it is. I doubt I could get the value f- that value from Gibson or even Epiphone. Well, see, the thing is, that, that's the other thing I find. Squire has gotten so good mm. and affordable. Epiphone, I'm still struggling to find many Epiphone guitars I like. Yeah, like the one I've got's great, but it was from ninety six. Well, and it was a it was Korean made. Korean, yeah. So um, the Sheraton, the um, it, that was a killer guitar. But again, not current. Not 
not really, no, I don't think you did. They are kind of. Um, yeah, I don't know, Gibson just went through this phase where it's just a shame to, to, um, you know, to see what's going on with them because it's such a heritage kind of brand. Yeah. Um, Squires are good for modding too. Yeah, well, so my, um, mm, well, let's move on with guitars, hey? So here we've got this one. Yeah. Um, this one is a heavily modded, even though I absolutely loved it the way it was originally. Yeah. But it's one of the guitars I, I kind of went, this is going to be my, um, just have a play around with and see what I like and don't like. It's a good neck, eh? It's a fantastic neck on that. So this is the Jamaskis Squire. Now, um, I've got, again, you can't, you can only see the bottom of it. There's a, um, up here, there's a, a, Elvis Costello Jazzmaster, and uh, that has a mastery bridge and mastery trem on it. So this Fender trem is the one that used to be on that Elvis Costello. Um, uh, and this has a um, state trem collet in it, sort of trem stays, because that was one of the things that just always annoyed me. It just goes away from me. It just, you play and all of a sudden it's on the ground because it just it sits in there. <laughs> and um, I had a, a mastery bridge on it, but that master bridge is now going onto the Jazzmaster build that we were just talking about it before. So this has got the state trim bridge on it, which is absolutely killer. And I think I mentioned it before in another video. I got it out. I got it from the out of the mail. I got it out of the box. Got it out of the little container. Put it in there. Put the strings on it. Perfectly intonated. Perfectly everything. Nothing had to be done. Nice. That was one of the best things ever. And it's really good. So this has got. Um, Proper Fender trim, stay trim collet, stay trim bridge, and these are Mick Brearley uh, pickups. So he's a pickup maker based in Adelaide here in Australia. Um, and it's a Jazzmaster, one of his, what he calls vintage Jazzmaster neck pickups. And the bridge is a P90 in disguise, but also vintage style P90, because the pickups it comes with are really hot P90s. Right. Uh, and that's one thing I didn't quite like about it, but um, I put the new pickups in it and they're killer. Okay. Uh, yep, plan on replacing the pickups, but other than that, it's good. At, good. It's good as is. Yes. Um, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's. And I mean, replacing pickups a lot of times is. It's like personal preference. It's personal preference sort of thing as well. I tend to like darker sounding pickups and it's actually something I told me so these pickups actually were originally in the well let's go through more hey so this is the this is the um this is the Elvis Costello so I do really like that neck hey the neck on this is fantastic yeah, yeah. even the quality of in the timbers. Yeah, yeah. And and it's sort of that kind of it's a bit gloss, but it's not sticky. It's a it's such a great neck. Slightly aged. Slightly aged. Oh, it's man. awesome. I mean, if you compare it to this, and this is I mean this is a high-end US fender, mm. the neck on this is so much better. <laughs> so it's quite a different sounding guitar. So it's got mastery trim and mastery bridge. I think the mastery trim is so in all honesty. The Fender trim with the stage trim is good. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, I haven't played it for um, The stage trim, call it, with the Fender trim is good, but the mastery trim is absolutely fantastic. It's expensive, but it's absolutely 
absolutely fantastic. And these are like really vintage. He's, they're custom-made pickups for me, actually. Because I really like this vintage, but I wanted even darker and even less output. So he made me slightly lower output, slightly darker pickups. So they're just both standard Jazzmaster. No E19 disguise. I have to say it. You like this better? I like this neck. You like the neck? Yeah. So this is a seven and a quarter inch radius. That's nine inch radius. Yeah, really. So that's around the old school radius, which I oh, don't I, like as much. I think I like the back of the neck profile better. Oh, really? I could, this is fatter, I like, which I like more about. The, I actually, one of my absolute favorite necks. Um, I think it's awesome. Um, hang on. Do you like the forward trim or the JMJM over the standard placement? Sorry, do you like the forward trim on the JMJM over the standard placement? The forward trim? What does that mean? Jazzmaster, Jazzmaster over the standard. I generally play pretty high gain stuff, so I like hotter pickups. Yeah, yeah. Oh, metalhead, that's cool. That's all good. Um, I think there's also a misconception nowadays that really hot pickups are needed for high gain rock metal. A lot of them, so much gain. True. Oh, the trams. Oh, you mean this? Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I, I personally prefer the the original way that where the trams further away, um, because I do like playing behind the um, behind the bridge. I do like making noise with that. And when you use it, if you okay, if you use the standard. Um, bridge that comes on on jazz masters you need this is better because you have more downforce they won't pop out as much if you use the state tram or mastery bridge um, they won't pop out you can play quite hard and they won't pop out so I much prefer that the where the, the tram is further away um, sure. because you get but I mean you get different notes out of it but this is just these are really high notes um, I like that, that has more of a jangle to it and also, it's a bit more. I, I quite like the. Is it more resonant? It's more resonant. It, it, you can hear that sound more um, while you're playing, and I sure. like that. I like the. I, that's one of the things I love about the jazz masters—the noisiness about it. Um, okay, for me. Yeah. This guitar with those pickups. Oh really? Okay. So those pickups—that's the. Antiquities. That's Duncan Antiquity yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well there you go. See, I, I, I'll, I'll put my order in this afternoon. <laughs> I absolutely... The thing is, this was... And I've mentioned this before, but oh, this was such an absolute fluke. Because when I... Because this is a parts guitar, right? So, I mean, it was a fluke that I got the body. This is a, a, a one-piece Swamp Ash body. That's lovely. Um, that was hand... with has a nitro finish, hand relic by the guys at Paler Guitar. Uh, and it was either something wasn't right with it or the quite what the customer wanted, but it was, or they did some experiments and it was just a body they didn't need and they sold it stupidly cheap on eBay and I bought it and it was, you know, yay. And then I actually measured the neck dimensions on this guitar, on the, on the, uh, cause I had a neck made by US custom guitars, uh, but I, me I gave them the measurements of the Joe Maskey's neck cause yeah. I really liked right. it. Uh, and it's a completely different neck. But I neck. It's it's different feel, um, but it's it's just 
I don't know. This this there's something about this guitar. The combination there. The combination. Yeah. This guitar just came out so well, and I absolutely love this thing. So, this is my absolutely favorite guitar at the moment. Um, uh, I think the stream is going a bit crappy at the moment again. Um, definitely with amps like Plexi's JSM 100, hot pickups are awesome. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, you get different. You get different sounds out of it and different types. like. A lot of the, especially stuff like the new, um, like, um, rev amps and all that sort of stuff with ridiculous amounts of gain, you can play anything through it and you get that, stu- that super yeah. high gain sound. But um, it, it's just personal preference. I, and I guess it depends on what you play. Um, I personally, uh, again, just maybe just because I'm used to it or not, but I have a real thing for Jazzmaster pickups. I used to always play humbuckers. I never got on with single coils, but that's when I played strats or tellies. I still don't really get on with strats and tellies. Um, and then I played a jazz master and then I went, ah, that's the sound. Because it's sort of a hotter single coil and a fatter single coil. But it's not quite a P90 and it's not quite a strat pickup. It's sort of in between those. Oh, man. I, How tall are you? Uh, relatively. All the Can way. you reach it? Yes, I can. Yeah, that's cool. Are you grabbing a telly? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. So now that I do have, want, do you like this one? I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with it. I love the look of it. I love the sound of it, but I'm not a huge fan of playing it. <laughs> <laughs> is that the neck or something? Or? Yeah, and I, I'm not a maple fretboard guy. Okay. Um, but these are Porter pickups, and they sound fantastic. Yeah, for me, this is kind of home. Well, you play tally, yeah. So this is an old Fernandez, um, and you can see it in some some videos too, with an aftermarket Bixby. Again, bought, it's an aged Bixby, Bixby bought from the guys at Paler Guitars, stupidly cheap on eBay. <laughs> and I put Porter pickups in it, because... Um, um, again, at the time, the guys at Paler pickups used Porter pickups. Yeah, uh, Paler guitars used Porter pickups. And at the time, Brett Kingman had the, um, had a, I think he called it the apple tree or something like that. It was a red, aged uh, telly. And he was raving about the Porter pickups in it. So I bought Porter pickups and they do sound very nice. I like the neck. Such a, such a, it is a good sounding guitar. And I mean, I know why people like tellies. I'm not sure if I like the bridge, but the neck's really good. It just has a certain sound to it. And again, Mastery Bridge. Because I had some issues when I did the Bixby and the string through and string spacing and all that stuff. But um, uh, Mastery Bridge and yeah, it's a, and it's a four-way switch too. Actually, oh, there go. I think one's like a, one series, one parallel. I think that's the bridge. That's both kind of like a humbucker. That's both traditional and that's the neck. The humbuckery kind of one. Oh crap, I missed a lot of stuff. Uh, find super pickups like 16, 18k on crazy high gain amp. Get mushy with something like a PF. I play through orange for the most part. Okay, yeah. Just, with, uh, I mean, I haven't got a huge amount of knowledge with super hot pickups. Um, yeah. I just find whenever I plug really hot pickups in, 
They're a bit too harsh. Like, it's... Uh, I've, well, maybe it's yeah. just the ones I've played, but the ones I've played are very bitey and very top-endy, and I like them all. I'm not a top-end guy. I'm not into too much treble. Um, but, I mean, it's personal preference. There's some... I mean, Prince played active EMGs in all his guitars. I mean, and he sounded awesome. <laughs> and he had... A, he played active EMGs, and he had um, a pedal board made up of Boss and Line 6. Yet he sounded yeah. awesome because he was Prince. You know? yeah. It all depends. It, it depends on the player. It depends on the situation. It depends on a lot of things. Um, yeah, lower. I find. The, I mean, the, the, the difference I find lower output. If you play lower outputs, what I kind of like about lower output is you have to to hear anything. You have to crank the amp more, and you crank the amp more, you get more of a. Yeah, I mean, right. now it's maybe different again because I use a torpedo mostly. It's a different story now. But um, when I used to play live more, I think, especially because I, I mean, live back in the days, I used to use the for many, many years, I used to use this the Hot Rod Deville yeah. 4x10. And um, um, that was back in the days with you, Dewey, back in the in the 90s. Um, and I always found, I like, I always went, even with humbuckers, I went towards the lower output humbuckers. Because you could turn the amp up more, the and, and then it sounded you get the tubes working more. Whereas the hotter pickups, I had to turn it down more, and then you use less of the tubes, and it was more kind of meh sound. Because you, you you know back in the days as well, and I mean now it's more than ever. You rock up at a gig and there's sound people doing sound. As soon as you turn up, they just go whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> Let me stop you there. Turn down a bit there, mate. Um, which is why one of the reasons, again, live, I absolutely loved using the two notes thing. And now I've got a... Yeah. Um, it's down there on my pedal board. I've got the Atchik Stomp, which I used at one gig, and I quite liked it. Um, yeah, cool. Um, oh, I've got up with a, a band at a party. as a musician's birthday. There's a big um, stage set up. Heaps of players got Fred, up there. who we talked about, yeah. just who might be coming to the podcast thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... He had his his guitar rig set up, and I just jumped up on that, and it was you'll love this. Yeah. It's a maple neck strat through an ME eighty into a hot rod deluxe. Okay, sounded good. Did, <laughs> but the amp was was, was allowed like jams, dicks hitting. Um, so the amp was like on three or four. Yeah. And I just put onto the, I think it's like the blues overdrive setting on the okay. thing, a little bit of delay. Scream, but the amp was working hard. Like, well, that's it. You gotta have. Well, the the good thing, especially when you use like when you have pedals, when you're not just going directly in, you can actually, or if you use drives and stuff, you can crank the amp more and turn the pedal down. Yeah. So. Um, as well. Yeah, it's like, like actually, like single core maple neck strap. I actually got feedback. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, you need to the amp needs to work. Yeah, that's the thing. That's and that's sadly, uh, just a. What, what? Just a two RT at the moment? Oh, Andy, oh, the, 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 the orange. Um, well, orange, I, I kind of have an, uh, an urge to get some orange. Um. <laughs> I'm 
orange into me. Get some orange into me. Get some orange into me. Now, which one's the one that I was thinking of? The, there's the, the two-channel one that I, I watched a few videos and I loved the way it sounded. Um, it's sort of like a vintage voice one. Is it A A D thirty? Is yeah, that an A D thirty? There's the rocker and the A D, and then and then the little tiny one. And the A D thirty comes in. A, they make them as a single channel and they make them as a dual channel. Is that right? Are there people out there that know? But I never played a jazz master, but I've always liked the look. Always get them mixed up with the Jaguar. Yeah. So the one thing that they both have going for them is um, ergonomics. They're just so comfy. comfy Super comfy. Okay. There's no hard edges like Italian. Jaguar, Jazzmaster. The Jaguar is the one that has the chromey bits on it. The little single. And the little single coils. And it's a short scale too. So it's, I don't know if you can really see that. It's a little bit shorter. Actually, the Jazzmaster looks shorter. But it's shorter scale, longer scale, and they're not P90s like a lot of people say. They are single coil pickups that are wound horizontally as opposed to vertically. Um, not really. Well, normal strap pickups, when you look at them, they are skinny, but then you take them out and they're quite, you know, yeah. they went down. With this, it's the, it's the same, but it's kind of like sideways. Right. So it's it's instead of it being a long magnet, it's a skinny magnet but fat. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next guitar. So what we're talking about, Jaguars. I'll take this one. Well, sure. <laughs> um. Ah. Uh, well, they both have got switchy bits, and a lot of people don't understand the switchy bits, but it's not that difficult. So on the uh, on the Jazzmaster as well, the top bit, right? So this is a, um, and this is probably completely out of tune. That's a rhythm circuit switch, right? So yeah, let, me, let me start with this while he tunes up. Yeah. <laughs> so on Jazzmasters, you've got three-way toggle switch, right? So bridge, both, neck. But then, even if you're on a bridge, let's say, and you flick that up, uh, it goes to the neck. So it, it doesn't matter where you are here, that's gone. It goes to the neck pickup, and then you have a volume and a tone control. Um, how would you compare Jaguar pickups to Jazzmaster pickups? Quite different. Um, Jaguar ones are quite a lot janglier. Um, whereas Jazzmaster pickups are fatter. Um, okay. Let's just hang on. Let's quickly go. So that's that's that bit, which is the same on the Jaguar. But on the Jaguar, you have the three switches down the bottom. We'll get to it in a second. But basically, one is for one pickup. The other one is for both for the other pickup. So you can turn one pickup, one pickup on, both pickups on. Um, and then the third switch is what's called a strangle switch. So it's actually the opposite to this. So this is a rhythm circuit. So it, it is kind of like you have your volume. Uh, your tone rolled back a little bit. So here, if you can see it, play now. No pickup. Bridge pickup. Neck pickup. Isn't it? It should be. Oh. Now that's a rhythm circuit. Pickup, bridge picker, and then the strangle switch, which is the so this is like a a, um, a low pass filter. So this is kind of like it it makes it darker. Like a tone roll off. Tone roll off. Whereas this is the opposite. So this is a high pass filter. So it's, it makes it tinier. And I mean, 
Ooh. this is an old guitar. This is a. Um, they do stay in tune if you set them up right and play them a lot. Oh yeah. Um, but I've used it for a while, eh? this is I haven't used it for ages. And this is a '63, 1963. So it's an actual old guitar. <clears throat> but yeah, so the the Jaguar pickups are a lot tinnier and janglier, which is I guess why so many people like using them for for um um like surfy stuff and that, that sort of music. Um, the Jazzmaster is quite a fat sound, quite a fat round sound. Uh, thanks for the lesson, I actually didn't know any of that, it was really cool, didn't know you had so much control of the sound. Yeah. So I think that switch doesn't work properly. So that should be both pickups. But it's Aaron will fix it. <laughs> Hi, Aaron. Uh, yeah, it's an old guitar, and it's it's all the wiring is original. Yeah. Um, I changed the. It's again mastery bridge, mastery trem. I still have the original bridge and trem, and even a mute. It had a mute on it as well. Um, and the machine heads were changed, and it was refinished, but it was refinished a while ago. Um, but it's a lovely guitar, great sounding guitar. But yeah, I personally prefer Jazzmasters. Looks Johnny Marr approved, yeah. That's a guitar I'd love to try, the Johnny Marr yeah. um, Jazzmaster, uh, Jaguar. That's a, um, I'd very much like to try it. Um, but yeah, it's a different sort of sounding guitar. Um, it's, it's tinier, it's brighter, it's... it's, it's They're kind of like Britpop kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas the Jazzmaster sounds like, to me, it sounds kind of, it has, it sounds like a Strat, sure, but nicer, <laughs> fatter, warmer, nicer. It's not as puny. I don't much, I don't get along with Strats, so. Um, but yeah, that's that. And then yes, yeah, so you have a volume and a tone. Whether they all work properly, I don't know. But the thing is, even with it, everything in full, it's already rolled off a bit. And it goes to the neck pick. So this is the doesn't matter what set thing you are here, it goes to the neck pickup. Now the neck pickup. See so it's a bit darker? Yeah. Sounds nice. The uh, the neck sounds great on that thing. They're both they're, good, they're really good sounding pickups actually. Um yeah, so that's that. So, um, um, there you go, lesson. Lesson learned for everyone. It's not that difficult. It's A lot of people have difficulties with it. And I also really think if you set them up right, if you watch some of our videos, um, I do some sometimes some quite silly stuff with the trem bar and playing behind a bridge, and they stay in tune. It stays in tune really well. It's, it's yeah. if you set them up well, and I think they do need heavier strings. So mine have all got 12 gauge strings on them, but they don't feel heavy, do they? No. If you, again, if you set it up right, it doesn't feel super heavy. Um, and I do think because there's so little downforce, you do need slightly heavier strings. And I think they were, they were intended to have heavier strings on it originally. Like they were meant to have heavier jazz. strings on it. Yeah. Which no one used them for jazz, but, um, but yeah. So that's the little that's the little lesson. Um, so what we've talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about jazz masters. We talked about jaguars. We talked about um, 
pickups, we talked about different amps, those two amps. Yeah. We talked about... Um, Many things, reverbs. Reverbs. Oh, yeah. So we might do like some sort of a reverb yeah. kind of shootout. Shoot Whether that. we do it like we did the clon thing. What if we just do a series rather than a shootout? Yeah, true, true. That's more. So we might <laughs> less headachy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you play twelves on everything? Yes. So um, all the guitars have twelves on it. Um, I actually think that Ibanez behind you has elevens. Okay. But um, for whatever reason, actually, it's it's bizarre. Actually, I think they, these might be elevens too. Because for whatever reason, even though it's the opposite, but it's a short scale, shorter scale guitar. Sure. So it should be less tension on the strings, yeah. but I like on shorter scale guitars I tend to like elevens, whereas on the longest well not longer scale but like yeah longer fender fender scale like like the Jazzmaster is yep. I like twelves on it. So this one and the um, actually let's do one more quick guitar last guitar change. Um, see what uh, do the three two five because I mean that's a Gibson scale which yeah. is shorter. Uh, and that's got 11s on it as well. But yeah, I like 12s on pretty much everything. I I um I think because I play acoustic guitar so much, um, um, I just like it's basically same gauge on electric and acoustics. So 12 to 54 is on everything, but with a plain G. So it's a 22, I think, is the G. Um, but these are I'm pretty sure these are 11s. Okay. But yeah, that's another great guitar. So that's a 1981 AS100. Aside from that 60s, um, three through five, that's at the music shop. Favorite, my favorite three through five I've ever played. It's a nice neck, nice feel guitar. Yeah, it's cool. And it's probably the, one of the things now here in Australia is it's stupidly hot outside. Humid too. Very humid. That's, that's the thing that gets guitars. And, and yeah, I mean, I can't have the aircon running. We've got the aircon running now, but I can't really have it running all that long. And it just makes guitars go to tune. Uh, two thumbs up for the reverb shootout. What do you think about using AB pedals or AB loops to combine effects? Uh, I like I like using that sort of stuff. Um, I used to, okay. I used to back in the nineties, and if Dewey's still around, this is back in the days when we used to um, yeah. play gigs. Before there were switches and stuff like that. What I did was I had a. Um, I had a whammy pedal which has a dry out and an effect out and what I actually used to do was I used to have because I only ever used a whammy really with distortion with clean I never used a whammy mm. so I had I split it into two signals uh, and the effect out had all my distortion side of things well originally actually went into two different amps but very quickly I, I realized already back then when I was young still and had a future um, that I don't want to lug two amps around. Yeah, yeah. If other people lug amps around for me, yay. Thanks. But by myself, no. Um, but what I did was, I so I had distortion pedals and a, all my effects were distortion and coming out of the uh, wet out or the effect out on a whammy pedal and the dry out was all my clean effects and then I went into an AB box but back to front. Right. So with one sw so what I would do is I'd have, I'd play it and we played kind of Odd music, I guess you would call it. Sure. Uh, we played sort of, I guess, in a very loose sense of the word, you would almost call it prog, but not. 
it was kind of all over the place. Like we were heavily influenced by bands like Mr. Bungle and stuff like that. But we talked about this before as well. Um, 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 if it makes you feel better, I just came in from shoveling snow. Well, <laughs> it's about what is it outside now? It's thirty-three degrees outside at the moment here. So that's just under hundred degrees, like ninety-something degrees Fahrenheit. Um, yeah, so anyway, so what I would do is we would play like a clean bit with delay and tremolo and God knows what else on it. And then while we were playing that, I would set up the pedals, because this is before loop switches, I would set up the pedals for the dirty bit, and it was just one switch of a pedal, like the AB switch, which was back to front. So you've got to imagine all the clean pedals, all the dirty pedals, and then it came into the AB box, and then what usually is the input, was the output and then it was one line that went to the amp um so it could set up a whole bunch of pedals a whole bunch of sounds and then one switch went to something completely different without me having to go you know yeah um so i really like that stuff and now i use i'll try and show it but it's sort of on the floor and there's stuff hanging off it and but now i use an es8 boss es8 loop switcher and we're actually going to do uh, a video of it shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were actually even, well, we were sort of asked by the guys at Boss Australia to do a video of it. <laughs> and they were going to send me one, and I said, you know what, I've got one already. Uh, but they're going to send us an ES5, which is a similar sort of thing. That'd be fun. So this is my current gigging board. Actually, a lot of people have asked about this sort of stuff. Oh. It's nice and light, too. Oh, it's nice and light. <laughs> Let's get into this stuff. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> so this is my current gigging board, um, which I use to say, which I think is absolutely awesome, especially if you use things that have MIDI, because I think compared to even the gig rig and everything, it's so good with MIDI. You can yeah. really set up so many things. And we'll do a proper video of it. Hang on, is there any more comments? Uh, I usually use 11s on my Gibson, 10s on my Strat. I like to tell myself that I can shred. <laughs> yeah, 11s. Well, I, I'm kind of the opposite way. So I like 11s on the, the Gibson style thing like that and the the um, Jaguar. But I tend to like 12s on the... Which is kind of opposite, oh. but I don't know why. Whatever makes you comfortable. I just seem to like it. I put 12s on this and I just wasn't comfortable with it. This is actually surprisingly bright, hey? Like, it's almost as bright as the single course. The top end, yeah, like which is probably why I like. Maybe that's why I like it. Bottom so much. Mid, mid range stuff is different. But... Yeah. Um, so, so I, the ES8 is fantastic, and we'll do a video of it. Um, but that's sort of my current life. Um, and what else is there? I do that now, but with a Zivex loop gate after the split. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah, see, it, it works really well doing it sort of. Back to front, and I really want to try that Zvex loop gate actually because you can do some quirky stuff with it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just really like using the switcher. I just think it's it's a killer thing, and you can switch the order of pedals. And and to me, the most important part is the MIDI side of things. So I actually reassigned because I don't really use many presets. So I, I have um, six presets down the bottom, right? So they're different, like just generic presets, I guess. Sort of, you know. A clean, a mildly overdriven drive, uh, you know, crunchy rhythm, distortion, lead, and then this is a um, like crazy fuzz sort of sound. Oh no, this is a synth sound, and this is a crazy fuzz sound. Mm. 
uh, and it sort of changes via MIDI, changes stuff. But um, what I did was actually reassign, because you can reassign buttons, sort of bank up, bank down, because I don't go through banks. This actually now controls this. So with this, I can change presets on here, on the H9, and the mute button for the tuner, which I don't use either because I've got a tuner on here, on the HX Stomp, and if I hold that button down, it mutes it and then it has a tuner. So that mute button is actually the hot switch on this. So I have it, for example, on the synth sound, the synth comes out of this, and this is assigned to go an octave up on the synth sound. So um, anyway, I mean, we'll, we'll get into that a lot more, but I do like ABY switches, and I mean, this is an ABY switcher to the extreme, yeah. but um, it's, it's, it's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. <laughs> All after Y. It's the alphabet switcher. Um, but like things like, for example, the Swiss things, the new Earthquaker thing. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, and I think I've watched, what's her name? Um, Novella? The, Novella, is that her name? Uh, I think that's her name. Novella. She's like a, no, 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 she's a, um, she does like looping stuff. She's really good. Yeah, okay. And she has a similar sort of thing where she has like a clean side and a dirty side, or not clean and dirty, but um, like one like really affected side that she used with the, the um, yeah, sure. Swiss thing. Swiss thing, is that what it's called? Swiss think so. Swiss something? Swiss something. Swiss, um, Swiss army cheese. Swiss army cheese. Excellent board. I'm jealous. Ah, oh, thank you. Well, it's it's yeah, it's kind of cool. And the thing I like about it now, uh, I just put the HX Stomp on it. And uh, so I don't bring an amp anymore. I just go actually stereo out now. Yeah. And because the cool thing is on the HX Stomp, so you've got the amp modeling. And we'll do a proper video of the HX Stomp as well. But got the amp modeling but then you've got the cabinet modeling and you can have a stereo cabinet where you have one cabinet hard pan to the right one cabinet hard pan to the left um and it sounds really cool so i went stereo and then i thought if i do that i may as well put some cool stereo delays on it too so i do have stereo now live not that it really matters but i do but um (laughs) not when you go through this mono bose stick pa (laughs) yeah well when i use my pa then i set it up properly in stereo and stuff which i will next week from today this is my next gig it's a corporate thing um, with a five-piece band where I use it and it's my gear, so I'll be in stereo, I'll make sure of that. Um, nice. And I'll be using these. I think I showed them at the start. And we'll do a video of them shortly too, which are the, the Mefe, 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 Mefe. 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 It was really good. I've only used it, I've used it once at a gig and it was great. And we're shortly going to do a video of uh, some wireless in-ear packs too. Um, well, not the actual in-ears, but the packs, the wireless receiver and sender. Um, the loop gate is really useful. It does hard trim too. Yeah, that's the thing. And you can oh, kind of... Really? Yeah, and you can kind of... Um, doesn't it kind of do like an envelope kind of thing as well? Where you can, depending on how hard you play, it opens the loop or closes the loop? I think it does that sort of stuff. It's pretty fancy. Um, Mofo? No, Mefe. Oh, this, Mefe. M-E-F-E. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a Ch- it's a Chinese brand, but he sent us this. We also did a video of the power supply, which is yeah, the power there's one floating around down there, which is actually quite good. I've been using it at home and it seems to be working fine. Yeah, um, I mean, they're cool. Uh, we've been going for two hours sixteen minutes. Holy moly! Holy crap! Uh, <laughs> another coffee. Um, yeah, I think we need to call it a day soon. But um, sorry, call it a day. Now, hey, hey, hey. But yeah, um, and the other, hang on, I should, now that I've shown that, I should show the other thing too. So we're doing, that's the, 
they're really quite good. Um, I used them once and I was pleasantly surprised how good it was. Um, and a good friend Dan Horn has taken my pair of um, wireless guitar thingies and has used them. Oh yeah, he likes them. Yeah, we did a podcast with him too. Um, these ones is Focus Gigarex. Um, so they were sent to us Jesus. by the guys at Gsus4 here in Australia. Uh, Kang, hello Kang, if you're hello. possibly watching this at some stage. Uh, so we're going to do a video of this shortly. Really cool as well. It's mm. just so easy. Uh, and I mean, one's a receiver, one's a sender. Um, transmitter. Transmitter, sorry, whatever, yeah. Um, whatever. Same. Um, same, same. But it's just... Um, and the battery lasted. I did because the thing is, there's a couple of gigs I do where I just play acoustic guitar and I sit right next to my mixer, yeah. and I just usually have my in ears going straight in. You know, you don't need a lot of cable, but I just thought just to try them out. Yeah. <laughs> so I just had this sitting, you know, wireless like to go this far. Fourteen centimeters. Um, and uh, uh, but yeah. it worked really well. Sounded great. The battery lasted three gigs. Cool. Yeah. The cool thing is with this new kind of generation of wireless stuff. It's all um, powered off like a, an internal USB power battery. Yeah, yeah. So just charge so it in the morning. So you don't go, oh, I need to find some 9 volts. Run down to the service station and they you have, just plug have, it into. You can buy a 9 volt for $14. And I mean, most people nowadays, I guess, will have in one way or another a USB connection in the car or yeah. bring something along or to a charge a phone. Yeah. Um, and you just plug it in and it works fine. So, um, yeah. Uh, was that an Eventide H9? If so, what do you use it for? Yes, that was on the board. Yes, it, mm -hmm. you can still see it there. Yeah, there it is. Um, yes, it's an Eventide H9. H9 is absolutely excellent. Mm -hmm. I think it's killer. Um, I use it... Okay, I use it right now on this board. I use it for... Um, it's kind of like my modulation. Because, I mean, if you look at the board... Okay, let's bring... Oh, God, let's just put it down. Yeah. Workout. <laughs> okay, so right, I pretty much use it as a modulation effect. So I've got let's 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 go through it just quickly, and I'm gonna do a video of it at some stage properly. But so I've got the ESA. I go into the interfacer by Goodwood Audio, which is really really cool, uh, which has buffers and stuff in it. But you can bypass the buffers, and you can go out in stereo and. You can actually do phase things with that there, which is kind of cool, which we were talking about earlier. Mm. But so it goes from that into the um, into the um, no, actually it goes from that into the compressor, and from the compressor into the Boss ES8, and then I mean it's I've got a in the loops basically I've got this is a um, Green Child Boost, which I just use as a boost. We'll do a video of that coming up soon too. I've got the Whammy pedal is in the loop, Analog Man King of Tone, the Killed Version One. Uh, and I've got the freak out, because uh, especially if you don't have an amp and you use in-ears, which I do at most of my electric guitar gigs, uh, you can't get feedback, yeah. but this thing is killer. Uh, and then I actually have, so then it goes out of this into the tonal recall, so that's after, and then from that into the HX stomp. And then the cool thing that you can do with the HX stomp is, so you, I, you can go, if I go direct into the PA, I use the left and right stereo outs. But I also have the send hooked up here from the effects loop because what I did with all my patches is you can split the signal. Mm. So I split the signal before the amp modeling uh, and send it to the send and that goes back to the interfacer. So if I want to use an amp, I can just plug into here 
and it by I can still use everything and it bypasses the amp emulation on here because you split the signal and send the signal to the send that goes to here and then out of the output here goes to the amp. Uh, but if I don't want to do that, I can just send a direct signal from here. To the world. To the world. Yes. Um, but yeah, so this basically is sort of modulation mainly. So I use it for tremolo, I use it for vibrato, I have, I do actually also have some delays on it. So this is a delay, my idea was, like in some of my presets I have delay on here, but if I use something else on here, I have a delay if I wanted to. Yeah. And that's a setup to a really basic, yeah, just a nice, it's a great sounding delay to tone recall. Um, so, and then I also use this for some synth sounds because they got the new synth patch that they released the um, algorithm, that, which sounds really cool actually. And I even use some of the kind of really gated fuzzes, which yep. sound kind of so nasty that it's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. uh, and a couple of really long reverbs. Yeah, um, a dark, uh, black hole. Black hole, yeah. which is beautiful. Um, but mostly modulation. So there's a. I used to play in this. I don't know if it's still going or not, but I used to play in this Red Chili Peppers tribute band, and I had a um, he's chorus a lot. So there's a because the effects on this are fantastic. Yeah, they're cool. They're really really high quality effects, and I've actually been wanting to get a second one to have one on my board and one in the studio. I but... want to get a second one too, and also want to get a first one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I use some effects and a little bit of effects and modulation on this too. I kind of want to get a small board and have an H nine and. I do still think I like the drives better sure. on there. But there's but actually a new for, version coming out. For a mini board. Just for mini board, yeah. You can do millions, hundreds of millions of things. You can do hundreds of millions. You, def you literally can. Yeah. There's a new version of the FOMO coming out shortly, 2.8, oh, yeah. yeah. which will have a King of Tone on it. Hmm. Piss all this stuff off. Oh, it's fun. Just though. take that. But the thing is, you can't do the you can't do the feedback thing. That and ukulele. <laughs> so yeah, and and like I said, so I have this with the bank up and bank down. I actually go through the presets on here, mm. and then I just press activate to activate them. And this is the hot switch. So with the hot, the hot switch, you can set. That's the other cool thing with this is you can do anything with it. So you can any parameter on any of the things you can set any way you want. Mm. And with the hot switch, it just goes there. Yep. So you can have some parameters go up, some go down whatever you want so the hot switch it's sort of it's it's really cool yeah. so that's the way i use this at the moment and also have it actually which is the other really cool thing so have it plugged in um both ins and outs plugged in but the other cool thing that you can do with this is instead of it being stereo you can split input one and input two and output one and output two yeah that's sort of it's actually going input one is going into uh one of the loops before all the drives and two is going after all the drives mm. so i can have certain sounds before distortion yeah and then things like delays can go after and yeah. by patch by patch it just uses a different one it's very clever which is super clever yeah. and the midi stuff on this is insane too so I, I really think those two together the es8 and the h9 they work so well together and i honestly i've tried just about every other the only one i haven't tried is the rjm gizmo no no gizmo mastermind or yeah it's the rjm pedal switcher which i think is really good with midi as well but the midi side on this 
beats the gig rig beats everything it's so insanely in depth what you can do with midi on the ears not ears eight and it works really well with this mm. and i'm actually really uh, interested when, when boss sends us to ears five because i think it's just exactly the same just with Probably five so. loops instead of eight loops um but so the, maybe that's even something to do to downsize a bit doing but yeah and i'm hoping they're going to send us an ms3 as well because that's one thing i've actually been wanting to try out for a while i did have an idea of building a baseball around the, around the um around the three okay and um have like some stuff in the effects in the looper and then a few other like well i think there's only two loops maybe three loops three maybe is that why it's an yeah. ms3 there's a few but um yeah, just have a couple of select okay. pedals, but use other effects. Yeah, in, in yeah. yeah. I think, what's his name from... Um, Joe, Joe, Joe from... Joe Branton from Guitar Notes. I, I think he uses that in his setup at the moment. He's got the MS3. Right. Um, and he's a, you know, prog bass player. Uh, thanks for going through the board. Looking forward to the video. Yeah, eventually we'll do it. Um, 200 IQ. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> it's, it's unique. The, the thing is you need to not have a life. Uh, and then you, mm -hmm. then you sit and learn how to do all that crap. Um, now we've been meaning to do a video on the, on our boards and on our gear. We actually did a podcast once on it. We recorded it all, but we had some video issues, and uh, we sat there for like two hours talking about all our stuff. <laughs> and then we got the video back, and it was all it wasn't right. There was some, I can't remember what it was, but yeah. it was something wrong with the video, and we couldn't use it. I'm still waiting for Jack to come back from holidays so I can redo my board. Redo your board? Well, we can maybe film that. He's in England. Town, yes, and he cut his. Um, but man bun off. Yeah. So it's finally reached puberty. And he bought it. Did he buy a Loudon? Was it a Loudon he bought? A, um... Loudon, yeah, I, I think. Know, I don't know. The Loudon. Acoustic. The same as mine. My electric. Yeah. Um, oh, is it a Larivé board? Yeah. Not a Loudon. Oh, no. My, oh, Loudon. Um, that's actually another man thing. Ed Sheeran is I, making Sheeran guitars. With Loudon is making it for him. Really? Yeah. Which is like a small Irish maker. They're great guitars, Loudon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely. Um, we had some at the music shop at one stage, you know, so they're beautiful guitars. Not cheap, but... No, very cool. Um, yeah, so... Mm. Sorry, sorry. Oh, there's just a few really nice boutique acoustic guitar makers around the world that like, you pay for it, but damn. Yeah, you, know, you can hand it on to your grandchildren. They're even. awesome guitars. Those yeah. I, th I, I think we had two or three Loudons, and they were beautiful guitars. Yeah, and he apparently now came at NAMM. He... Loudon said, we have an event, come to it, you know, and they went there and thought, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, we'll have some, have some new guitars. I think um, Jay Cross from the Guitar Notes went there, yeah. and then they said, and all of a sudden there's like Dude. all these lights and stuff, and a Sheeran walks out and plays a few songs, <laughs> and he goes, by the way, I'm now making Sheeran guitars. Cool. I think it actually has his name on it. It's not even Loudon guitar, it's Sheeran signature, really? but it's a Sheeran guitars by Loudon. Nice. Yeah. So, so no more so Martin must be shitty with him now because that would have been that was a good seller the mini yeah. guitars that always came a different one came out with a different mathematical logo from his current album um, wow. I'm not an Ed Sheeran fan but if it gets people to play guitar it's a good thing well that's the thing I mean guys like him Taylor sadly but Taylor Swift is considered one of the people that it, most girls. responsible to get more and more females into playing guitar. Yeah. Um, St. Vincent as well, Annie yeah. Clark, who just won another Grammy and did a very raunchy very performance cool. with this other chick I've never seen before at the Grammys because <laughs> um, she just won two Grammys, I think. Yeah. 
She's awesome, by the way. I, I absolutely love St. That's, Vincent. That's the whole thing fight. about getting, whether it's girls or just young kids in general, um, keen at a young age. Yeah. And then you end up becoming a songwriter in your well, adult, I, adulthood. Yeah. yeah. And, and if so, you stick with it, yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, I know a lot of my younger students, when they come in, they they to lessons, you know, they go, well, what music do you like? And they go, oh, I like it cheering, that's why I play guitar. Cool. Or sadly yeah. now also that Sean Mendes guy. Okay. That's another, very sadly, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, you got out of it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, hopefully. But, uh, I mean, it's good, because it, it's... I mean, there's this big talk always about his guitar dying and stuff. I don't think it is, but um, there's always different people coming out and different things coming out. And it's, it's sad... I mean, good and sad that it's not the cool guys who play guitar that inspire kids to play guitar, but it's Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran. Yeah, but... The stuff that kids are going to play is G chords and D chords and E minor chords, yeah. which is Ed Sheeran songs. But at the same time, I have to say, I mean, I'm not a humongous Ed Sheeran fan either, <laughs> but at the same time, I have to say, a dude who most of the time goes around the world, plays sold at stadiums, yeah. and stands there by himself and plays acoustic guitar and sings and loop stuff. I mean, he's got some kahunas to do that. <laughs> And um, to be able to fill a stadium and entertain the people by doing that, I mean, whatever he does and whether we like it or not, I mean, mm. good on him. And good on that there is someone who does something like that. Yeah. It's, um, it's not just like some program. Beats I mean, Taylor that. Swift is a different story. Yeah. But I mean, at least mm. there's a guy who he actually kind of writes his own songs. Mm. And she started out doing that. And he started out doing it and he goes and he plays... Again, you know, in front of 60,000 people mm. by himself, just him and an acoustic guitar. I think that takes some serious balls to do that. Yeah. Okay. And freaking good for the bank account. Oh, yeah. But Don't have yeah. to split any of that money with other people in the band. And he, <laughs> yeah, so he'd make some good cash. Um, yeah, yeah he, talent, right. not, yeah, cool. On that note, uh, uh, yeah, and I mean, that's it, music, and that's a good thing about music. It's so subjective you know it's just yeah. it's whatever whatever rocks your boat rocks your boat and and mm. it's good that it rocks your boat and if it doesn't rock somebody else's boat there'll be something else that rocks their boat so yeah. um but it's but it's getting in, into the position where you can have that conversation about hey have you heard of this band like wow that's much better than taylor swift no <laughs> a lot of things are much better than taylor if swift you, but if you weren't put in that position to have that conversation then you wouldn't have found it exactly either. right exactly right and on that note, yeah. we've been going for two and a half hours. Holy moly. I need a, I need a nap. So uh, thanks, thanks to everyone who stuck around and, and watched us. Yeah. And um, uh, asked questions. And So I'm not 100% sure if this is going to work or not, but I may put this up as a podcast. It's definitely going to be on YouTube. So if you want to watch it later on, yep. um, or if you missed bits, or it'll, it'll be up on YouTube. Uh, it may or may not be as as a podcast because I don't know if this worked because I had some technical issues ah and internet's not working right now ah, it drop, drops in and out a little bit drops in and out okay so I think we're back now so that's it uh, but that's it for us anyway um, thanks for watching we're going to try and maybe do this once a month maybe not for two and a half hours each time um, it's a gateway drug to good music exactly right <laughs> and on that note thank you so much everyone uh, let yeah. us know uh, send us yeah. a, can send us an email super fun awesome happy time at gmail.com let us know uh, we'll probably we'll try and do this maybe once a month yeah, I think so 
good, good um, regularity. On a day when you can uh, get up early enough to be here at like nine o'clock. Or let us know if this time was alright. Or uh, I mean, by now it was lunchtime here, so I guess I don't know. We'll find out anyway. Do I think? Uh, okay, thank you so much. Thank you.